Hey everyone, you're listening to another episode of What Are You On? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You On? The uh, podcast where five lifelong friends, you know, they it's, it's before the other one. But we get together, we get high, and we talk about video games again. And uh, <laughs> this, I'm your host this week, Dorino. And straight across from me is... Travis. And to my left... Uh, Matt. And to my right, Nick. And currently packing a pen. <laughs> that would be me, Andy. <laughs> Ready to get y'all high. We're all everybody good and high. Everybody. I'm really high. Pretty high. <laughs> we had yep. we had some technical difficulties before this because everybody was so high. <laughs> so I was off to a great start. Uh, before we get to the juicy meat, of course, you know we talk about what we're on. We like to take a step back in history. And listen to VG Legacy. A new legacy in VG. I missed that soundbite. Last week we couldn't do it. Or last time we couldn't do it because uh, it was, oh, yeah. I didn't have the file. So I had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I did the sound effects Tra- manually. Travis covered it for us. But Travis, why don't you take us off with uh, This Week in History? I will. This Week in History, the week of October 30th through November 5th. Oh, yeah. It's a nice, uh, chill few days. There's a couple big things, but, uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. Uh, first off, we have an actual, actually an anniversary. Um, this is a 30th anniversary, happy anniversary to Shin Megami Tensei for the Super Famicom. Oh, damn. How 30 years? 30 years. Damn. I didn't even realize the series was out for that long. Yeah, actually, this isn't the first game. There's a couple games before this. Jeez. Yeah, there's just Megami Tensei. Yeah. And uh, Shin there's, Megami Tensei is like whoa, a rework there, of it. And there's also, I did not know there were games before that. Multiple. And, off and, the fact, and they're based off of books. Yeah, it's based off a of book, and there's multiple games before this, too. There's like a, like a little weird like tactic game, and there's a couple like shoot-offs. It's, it's the history of the Megami, the Shin Megami Tensei, there, it, there's, there's a lot of stuff. It's really cool. If you watch a channel called Good Vibes Gaming on... Uh, YouTube. 
Shout out. One, shout out to Good Vibes Gaming. One of the guys, Derek Bittner, does a, like a two-hour video of the history of Shin Megami Tensei and Persona. Yeah. And he, he goes over every game. It's, Ooh, I will definitely he, check he puts that them, out. He, and he mm-hmm. not only does that, but he puts them in the order like of like where they are in the history of it. I don't know, he, he, and he explains, like, where some terminology started, where it split off, all the different spinoffs. He, it's pretty it comprehensive. It sounds like exactly what I need to watch before I get into the series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, that would be, before you play Persona 5, it would be, I, it would be good to have that concept. It would con- be good. Context. It's good if you want to pinpoint where you want to start. Because uh, jumping into the old ones, is it, it's difficult because they're, they're very tough. They're very, like, they're not very friendly. Um, they're pretty classic you know. J- our classic old school JRPG difficulty. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So this one I played on the phone when it was first released on the iOS, like seven years ago or something. It is interesting, but it's a uh, it's one of those RPGs you kind of have to like really strap in for because it is so not not different, super different, but it does have some um, varying concepts as opposed to your usual tropes. Um, when it comes, yeah, you recruit a lot of monsters and stuff. So you know, if you're getting in the dragon story class, is very like apocalypse. Oh heavy. yeah, always, always <laughs> like always about the end of the world. Weird imagery and you know, like a lot of mythological creep beings, gods, and creatures. But yeah, uh, happy, happy, birthday. happy birthday! And then uh, this is like this series, and then Persona has its own anniversary birthday that just happened. I think it's 25 years, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, the second game for this day on the 30th, we have. Another beloved game of a beloved series. Back in 2001, on the PC, we have Sid Meier's Civ 3. Ooh. This is like the one that really got a lot of people hooked into the Civ games, I know for sure. Where the one more turn started creeping up. I got Civ 6 on my Switch just for that, knowing that the one more turn would be useful, portable, if I just wanted to take it out and turn it on while I'm laying in bed or something. Yeah, it's a good device oh, to do. Uh, the Civ games. I've only played four a little bit, so I don't have too much uh, experience, personal experience with the Civ games. But I it, grabbed the complete anthology of Six on the Switch, so I can always dive into it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard Six is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I think shout out to Alec. He was very Alec, hooked yeah, on the Civ. Was, oh, he's man, he's yeah. a Civ buff. I remember there were Civ 3 posters hanging up in Olitha. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the little like, progress charts and stuff in his little like area. Yeah, he, he's the one who got me into Civilization. Yeah. Um, I started on 4, though. Check out episode number, insert number here, <laughs> where we talk with him about like, Game Boy Advance oh, games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, man. That's a funny episode. That was man. a great episode. We'll yeah. have to have him on again. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, come definitely. back. And hang me on. To town. All, he can just, we can just zoom him in. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Technology. I'm right, moving on to ooh, Halloween the 31st ooh. with a happy birthday. Birthday buds. We have a to happy birthday to Nolan North, 1970, oh, cool. 52 years old. Oh, he's that old? Yeah. For those of you not aware, he is a very uh, prolific voice actor for video games. Um, he is most notably Nathan Drake in the Uncharted series, uh, Desmond oh. Miles in Assassin's Creed series, um, a lot of various stuff. He's also his own voice set in Saints Row 3. I think you can have a Nolan <laughs> North voice like voice in that game which is really funny um 
Yeah. Happy birthday, Nolan North. If you uh, played, born any, on game, Halloween. If you played any video game in the last 10 years, you've heard his voice. Oh, yeah, at the very least. Um, moving on to a game 26 years ago on the PlayStation. Very beloved, very beloved game. Twisted Metal 2, 95. My introduction to the series, for yep. sure. This is definitely the first one I played. I, oh, man. Yeah, it was the first one I played, too. Yeah, I played great. it first up the street. I believe up at the Christopher's street house. at Christopher's house. We had house. this kid named Christopher who lived up the street. And his dad built a cool Halloween maze every year. And Ooh, also yeah. picked us up from the bus stop. But we'd go up to his house sometimes. We'd ride the back of his truck from the bus stop to our house. Yeah. But we were on uh, the way. Yeah, we were right on the way. And uh, But we'd go up to Christopher's house sometimes. And he had a PlayStation. We didn't. Ooh, the taste, the little taste of the he next was one generation. Of, he was definitely one of those friends we used for rides home and PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Can we come over to PlayStation? I mean, play with you on your PlayStation. <laughs> How's your PlayStation? <laughs> How's your PlayStation? Christopher's dad, can the PlayStation come out and play? <laughs> we did oh, play man. on the back backyard playground a little bit. At least yeah. I did. Yeah, well, when they when they made us play outside. Yeah. Oh yeah, just dreaming about the PlayStation. Always. Uh, my uncle had this game. He bought this one. Um, Twisted Metal Two. Um, cool Uncle Steve. Yeah, he had always had all, all the great games. I like how every game, every cool game back in the '90s, your uncle was just like into it. He was yeah. like, "Yep, I'll buy it." Yeah, he he, lo- he had like all the game magazines and stuff. He was always looking at the he was a gamer. interesting stuff. Yeah, he was, he was a gamer. He's, he's one of the OG like mm. first wave gamers. Yeah, he had an Atari Twenty Six Hundred, like the one he had from a kid. That's from, awesome. from being a child. <laughs> he just stole it from a, a kid. Yeah, he just took it from a kid. <laughs> Give me that Atari. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you this Hypno Pokemon card for your Atari 2600. <laughs> it's shiny. Sweet. At one point, that may have been a good trade. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how you view, value that, six, that console. I probably would have done it during the heyday of Pokemon cards. Yeah, uh, I probably would have done it. People would have gladly time. given up an Atari for <laughs> one. Oh, this old thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yay, Twisted Metal 2. I love that uh, Eiffel Tower level. Um, moving on, we have the final game for October 31st. We have for the PS2. 16 years ago, in 2006, we have Final Fantasy 12, the original release. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Wow. Yeah, the, I, I, I remember I had gotten a bunch of money that fall winter helping out uh doing like snow shoveling and i went and i spent it all on final fantasy games <laughs> i bought final fantasy 3 for the ds i bought um final fantasy 12 and final fantasy 4 or 5 something like that on the Game boy advance Man, I feel like everybody had the. I feel like absolutely everybody had the steel case of this game that owned it. I, I did not. <laughs> I, did I, not? Had, I did not pre order it because I didn't know really I wanted to play it. I bought it after it came out and it was on sale in Walmart for like 40 bucks. <laughs> Man, it's funny how steel cases have pretty. Well, I, they're still around and oh. there's a pro- prominent Can- Canadian company that produces them mm-hmm. actually. They're, they're still around, kind of, but also, you know, DVDs are like a dead technology at this point, almost. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. remember that. Even sweetest. Blu-rays are on their way out. The future's all digital, man. Yeah. It's, we're yeah. going to not be enjoy collecting games while you can. They're about to get real valuable. Once, yeah, well, once people are going to want Companies move away from producing them at all. Well, yeah. I think people, I don't think that's all going to go away because people are starting to swing back around wanting physical releases again. So I think it will teeter back and forth. 
And there'll be a balance. But, yeah, I think that's the Man, main I, way. The death blow to it, I feel, was um, games needing significant patches from launch. Like, so many Switch games on cartridge require patches to mm-hmm. even be viable. So even owning the cartridge is Every game, every game yeah, that yeah. comes out has, like, a day one patch now. Yeah. 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 Therefore, the physical version doesn't retain the same replayability. No. I mean, you'll mm, get it for the main true. stuff. But it's, it's like, I feel like we'll get reduced, like... For regular resale retail purchases, we'll get like a less fancy cases and stuff. Mm. But they'll be pushing more like limited release stuff, like you know vinyls nowadays. You know, for the yeah. fans who want to buy it, those are going to be like more fancy stuff. You can buy a little extra stuff here and there. Man, I think those PS3 complete edition discs that are out for certain games that just have all the DLC, those are going to become valuable. Yeah, those those are worth it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's really hard. I think a, a lot of the game collecting market is really kind of artificially inflated right now. So it's, it's kind of bullshit. Pretty poopy. Yeah, not a good time to be a collector. But happy birthday, Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah. Um, and don't also, play this version. I do want to shout out happy third birthday to Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah. Uh, because it's under five years, I don't usually include. Yeah, those games. I just want to say it because that game's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, it came out in uh, Halloween. Perfect time. All right. Well, yeah. Moving well, on to uh, November first. We have on the Super Nintendo 92, 30 years ago, we have Super Star Wars. Super hard game. Yeah, very hard game. I you feel only like played I... the first couple levels. Yeah, but cool. Yeah, it's a very interesting... They take liberties with uh, Star Wars a lot in these games, which I really think is cool. Um, but these games are brutal, and I do recommend if you want to try to play these, play them either with cheat codes or um, play them on the like the new remaster versions is a little yeah. bit easier to do because I think they have save states mm. so thus yeah. you know it's a little bit more bearable Much because they are fun games they're really enjoyable if you can get past those big hurdles they're just fucking hard yeah they just yeah. like have those stupid like either really hard enemies or just like a jump that's stupid you know the battle toad syndrome you just gotta get over those humps <laughs> everything else in between is fun yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I think the j- biggest gem is the Empire, though, um, which came out a little bit later. Uh, then we have on the '64, mm, 26 years ago, '96, we have Wave Race '64. Bitching. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is one of those games that was like it was Still definitely some on the, the back best of the package. Water physics and games. Mm-hmm. Like- yeah. That was pretty cool. It's on Switch Online, right? Yep. I yeah. thought I saw it. Yeah, yeah. this is a classic yeah. 64 yeah. game. Pretty pretty decent lineup they have on Switch Online in 64 currently. This but is like a, one of the obligatory games you just kind of have in your 64 collection. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> this yeah. kind of ends up there one way or another, but it's, you know, solid racing game. Yeah. You know, no Mario Kart or Diddy Kong, but... Very, very Nintendo 64. Nintendo yes. Oh, everything about it from the colors... To like, it's yeah, a, the sound, the box art, so box like, art. It's a oh, first, yeah. first year launch game for it, so yeah, yeah. I was, did I own think it. It was a launch title. They came I, out with like Pilot Wings and Mario sixty four, and I bought it used years later. And no, no, no. I never had sixty four. I had Blue Storm for the GameCube. Game that's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's Blue right. Storm. I had Blue. I had Blue Storm. I never did have the uh, original sixty in sixty four game. Hmm. You probably pick it up for like five bucks now. It's on Switch. Or you I just think have it's on, it. I think it's yeah. on Switch Online, but it runs at 60 FPS now. Yeah. It has online play, so. 
have to yeah. check it out. Yeah, we should all play it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, all right. Is it four player? Should be. Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. Yeah, should be. And then finally, on November first, we have back in 2011 on the PlayStation Three, Uncharted Three. Drake's Deception, the weakest of the four. Well, yeah. second weakest <laughs> of the four, because the first can be, uh, I don't know, it depends. True. One and three kind of both yeah. for different reasons. Yeah, one yeah. is just a rough, like just rough around the edges. The gameplay is yeah. rough. Yeah, because it's it's the first one. But the story mm-hmm. is awesome and the set pieces are great. The third yeah. one is has some good set pieces, but it the story pa- is garbage. The story sucks <laughs> and it pales in comparison with the second one. That second one is yeah. really hard to top. Yeah, those Nathan action Drake pieces. just kept saying it's boner time. It's the whole boner game. time. Every yeah, time I release those guns, actually, that, that would make it the best. In the <laughs> That's something I'm I could hear rules, he Nolan said. North saying too. It's, it's boner, boner time. Every time he reloads his gun, it's boner time. It's boner <laughs> time. <laughs> if you do it like, yeah, you, it's boner. It's boner time. Like you can glitch it and make it say it like several <laughs> oh times. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, na- That's uh try to five. The only That's one I haven't beaten. Huh? Beat. Yeah. Uncharted 3, Nathan's yep. Boner. Nathan's Boner. <laughs> <laughs> I like the beginning of it. It starts out really strong. The opening yeah. cinematic, is it's sometimes hard to tell between gameplay and cinematic because that level is just so crazy. That's but... the one that starts at the fancy dinner party, right? Yeah. That Yeah, that mm-hmm. beginning was cool. And then yeah. it just went to what? Something, it's, it was like X-Men Wolverine like Origins or whatever. Like the one where like it starts out with Wolverine oh, and, yeah, it and starts Sabertooth. Really cool. And that's that really cool like leaping through time battle with them. And then he jumps and up then, into a helicopter, man. And the rest of the movie is garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that movie. <laughs> Man, still don't. I'm so glad I didn't pay for that movie. Uh, I did. <laughs> I got so you guys like really want me to go, so I think Hove bought my ticket. <laughs> we oh. suckered him into it. <laughs> Same with Dragon Ball Evolution. I didn't have to pay for that either. Uh, I, I paid for that one. <laughs> I love that you'll see bad movies, but if somebody else pays, yeah. as long as it's free. Sure. <laughs> it's a good yeah. policy to have. Yeah, of course. All right, moving on to the second. We only have one notable mention, and it's probably not going to be a very long discussion. We have for the PS2, 2004, 18 years ago, we have the fantastical, the mind-blowing graphical achievement of Killzone. Hmm. <laughs> I played the Killzone 2. I played Killzone 2 on, on Steam a lot. But... Yeah. I just that just seems it seems very at least it's, nowadays it's, it's a very generic y first person shooter. Yeah, it's just generic yeah. gratuitous violence like like people blow up really hard in that. Yeah, and fighting power suit and, Nazis and Yeah, it's it's just it's like it's like a isn't that a PlayStation? Isn't that a Sony mainline game? Yeah, I yeah. guess it's their take on like the Doom style, yep. like just gratuitous grossness. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, it, it had a type, and at the <clears> time, <throat> I think it was pretty revolutionary. But I'd say if you're gonna go the, towards a series, do Resilience, Dawn of or Fall of Man. Do Serious Sam if you oh, want to go somewhere yeah. like Killzone, like True. with just giant waves of enemies, but it's more ridiculous. Like. True. The Killzone main character did make it into PlayStation All-Stars <laughs> Battle Royale. That's true. That's true. A perfect game. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. with no perfect. flaws. Brilliant. Wonder. But he had some cool ideas. Uh, we had Birthday Killzone. May your pre-rendered graphics always shine bright. <laughs> um, moving on to the 3rd of November, we have a very monumental release. For the Game Boy Advance in 2003, we have Fire Emblem or Fire Emblem 7 in Japan. Nice. Played the fuck out of that one. Oh, fuck yeah. I beat this game like five times. I've like, I've tried everything I can to like, uh, 
do a perfect run. There was like a perfect run guide on GameFAQs that I would try to follow. And it's impo- it's almost impossible because that game's <clears> hard. It, <laughs> it tells you how to move because it predicts all the behaviors and stuff. So it tells oh. you exactly what. And I tried it, and there's some things wrong in there. But the best thing about that is doing the arena. And just like restarting and then just fighting in the arena and maxing out your characters. Yeah. And just chopping through the game. Yes. My some of my favorite characters to max out were um, I liked the Pegasus Knight. That was, she was pretty cool. Um, you get her pretty early too. Now, yeah. what yeah. do you her consider? Her sisters. What do you consider a perfect run? Just not losing any characters. It's not losing any characters and getting all the possible characters that you can without making a choice. Okay. So, yeah. you know, you do have to make a choice in some instances. But it gets you through all the main story missions and the side stories. Yeah, like when you have to go into a house just to find a yes. character and stuff. So it's like as perfect as you can get in one run. And it also is able to... It's also so you can max out all the compatibilities with all your your characters. Honestly, Smash Bros. chose all the wrong characters for, uh, for Fire Emblem representation. I like, want Hector. Give me Hector. Yeah, they chose all the sword users. They, they didn't choose... Not Roy. Yeah, Roy. Ellie Wood. Ellie Wood or well, they got Roy, Lynn. so Lynn yeah. would have been cool, but Ow. Hector, yeah. an axe user, a heavy-hitting axe user, would have been way better than Byleth. Yeah. Or even, like, some of the side characters, like uh, Guy. I love Guy in that, the Myrmidon. The Myrmidon, yeah. And then really uh, Matthew, the, the uh, thief. thief. Super or cool. The Black Knight would have been cool. Yeah. Like, put a villain in it. Yeah. Like, oh, so. Lynn and Black Knight did become assist trophies. They were true. considered. Yeah, yeah. It's true. But I'm going to play them. I'm going to play them. There's a mod, I'm sure. Happy yeah. birthday, Fire Emblem. Yeah, play it. This one's really good. Um, next we have the for the PlayStation 2. Back in 2004, we have Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. Oh yeah. I'm a latecomer to the Ratchet and Clank series, so I've always game. thought they were super charming. I love all the cool weapons. This yeah, one's really yeah. fun. This is the third installment. Yeah, this is when they really found their yeah. like found their footing and what the direction they wanted Ratchet and Clank to it's, go. Yes. Now these games are pretty much locked to PS3, from what I can tell. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, you yep. can't. Yeah, Corey's been trying to find. You can stream them on PS Plus, I think. Some of them. You then, can't. You can't stream up your arts. This one's a PS2. Yeah, this one. Uh, is also the future yeah, games, in, game. and they're all PS3. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the future, future games, games you can stream. stream. Yeah, the, these never they didn't have a collection for this one. They never okay. made like a remaster collection like for the PS2 for, uh, Sly version. Or, yeah. yeah, so these ones are locked pretty much on two. Um, yeah. I have a PS. Danielle has a PS2, and she has like all the Ratchet and Clank games that came out for it on them. So jealous, jealous. She has a good. She has a pretty good PS2 collection. They have some sweet cases too. I may have shiny. these games on my PSN account. It's just I and I have a PS3, but I've heard. That you currently can't read, that you can't get the, your old. The online's games. gone. Nope. The online's gone. You can't. Oh, they damn. can't read the licenses for the game. So like, you can't. Yeah. Do, even I guess if you PS3s a, are just bricked. No. I mean, I still have mine. If you have physical copies of the games, they're fine. Yeah. But you have to have the physical copy. And you can't update it. PS3s are yeah, they're they're, they're just big expensive paperweights right now. If you, <laughs> if you don't have any physical copies. Maybe I shouldn't connect mine to online then, because it has some stuff downloaded on it. I don't want it to to. I mean, there's nothing them to unplayable. connect it to. There's no network to connect it to. The whole all PS3 PlayStation network and store is all off. Uh, so you, I mean, there would no be. I guess there's no reason to connect to the internet anyway. <laughs> think about it. You would think they let you just re-download your already bought stuff. Well, as we've learned recently, Sony kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward. Yeah, moving on to the fourth, we have one game for the fourth, and that is Ratchet and Clank, the original for <laughs> PS2. Cool. PS2 nice. 20 years ago. 
the beginning. Yeah, this one was good. Um, They'll surely re-release them. I'm yeah, thinking. this one has a great remake. It's yeah. not the same as the first, but it's it's, it's definitely good a good. Yeah, it's it's a good game. Yeah, I would recommend playing that. It's good. It's a good uh, good representation of the original, and it's a good way to get into the game too. Yeah. Especially because, yeah. like, you know, if you don't have a PS2, you can get into it with better graphics, slightly too well, heavily tuned gameplay. Mm-hmm. Dude, the yeah. mechanics in the in the 2018 remake are pretty tight. Like, yeah, the yeah. game feels good to play. Yeah, that's what they're all about, man. That yeah. the, that team does a really good job at just like making a a well like a a game that's like. Really well, loyal easy game, to play. It's complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A rift exactly. in time, like that game felt complete. It felt like it didn't, didn't it didn't need any DLC. It was just a fun little mm. like 25, 30 hour romp. Yeah, like not Sh- even that probably. Shout out to developers who make complete games. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I think the best thing about them was they'd always include a little Easter egg where you could like go to a secret level that was like their testing area. That was always fun. They yeah. had a show where they would do all their physics testing. So yeah, Ratchet and Clank, good series. Not much more to say than we've already said before. So we're going to move on to the last day where I have two two games. The first one is another game for the PlayStation 1. And one year before the last game we talked about earlier, we have the original Twisted Metal for the PlayStation. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. 27 oh, years ago. I hit myself in the mouth by fucking Ooh. microphone. <laughs> Your tooth is bleeding, man. Your microphone man. sounds a little uh, crunchy now. I know. Oh, no. It's that tooth. I hit, I hit it with my tooth. There's a tooth <laughs> stuck in it. Ow, that fucking hurt. Yeah, I, did, I didn't play much of this one um, as much <laughs> as the second or third. Look at the... Remember the, the tall PlayStation 1 cases? Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, one had the tall this case. This one had the yeah. tall case yeah, instead this... of the CD case. Yeah, yeah. Like the DVD case almost. <laughs> but it was thinner. Yeah. Didn't PS1 games Whoa. have like almost a Sega Sega Saturn case like with the, the tall glass? There were some, tall boxes. And tall boxes that were like, not glass, plastic. Like <laughs> that yeah. plastic with like big manuals in yeah, them. Yeah, that's how uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some that had the one tall boxes. One of which Director's Cut? There, wasn't, there was two. There's so the, there's the, the greatest, first one. There's the Greatest Hits Director's Cut, which is... Um, Superior. No, it's that's the, the, one with the bad one. That's the one with the fucking crazy bad <laughs> piano You don't want that one. You the don't guy want that who one. claimed to be yeah. deaf. Yeah, the, the composer <laughs> yeah. who pretended to it's be not deaf. not my fault the music sucks. I'm deaf. But then the whole all of Japan treated him like uh, like the next Beethoven. Yeah, like the people, magazines were saying he's Japan's Beethoven, uh. and uh, he got a lot of praise and critical acclaim. And then it turned is, out he wasn't deaf. Uh, what is this song from? Is this from it's Blast, Blast Core? Yeah, nice. I thought, that game was awesome. That was fun. I haven't played. I don't even remember the context in which I played that. I think renting it from Blockbuster. We had it. We inexplicably had it. I don't know how we got it at their house. I we borrowed it from our cousin, and we never returned it. Oh, uh, and it's um, uh, it we, was. By borrowed, I mean I just took it with me because we never played it. Pretty, it's pretty fun. I, I have it on um rare replay. So That's Travis, you have access to it uh, on your on your Xbox. It's just hilarious that I remember playing that game, but like re- remembering how we got it took some took some. Dude, memory. it's pretty fun still. <laughs> so vividly remember. You're play, just trying like, to stop a bomb on a my track. playthrough. Like you, you have to clear the way so this so this truck carrying a bomb doesn't explode. Speed. That's, that's, yep. We've got gotten far away from history. All right. This is final mm-hmm. entry. We have a nice, very happy birthday. To a really, really great game that we've talked about a few times on here. 
Um, for the 3DS and the Wii U in 2014, we have Shovel Knight. Woo! What an amazing game. Yeah, this what game an amazing is game. That was the great. game I suggested that everybody needs to play. Yeah, I agree. This game is solid. If you have awesome. any it's interest in like old school like platformers or shooters or It's like Mega Man, but it's it's easier than Mega Man. It's yeah. still challenging and but everything's fairly designed and uh, it's just a great game. It's got awesome music. Yeah, good music, cool secrets, a lot of replayability, especially now. A lot of free DLC. Yeah, if you bought the treasure trove, like, you get every... And it's cheap. You can get the treasure trove for, like, 30 bucks, usually, or less. Totally worth it. And, you get, and it, you get Shovel Knight, and you get all the uh, the other campaigns from the other knights, which is King Knight, Plague Knight, and... Uh, Specter Knight, I think. I think I got Treasure Trove for five bucks on its ori- original campaign. Yeah, and there's um like a Shovel Knight Smash Bros type game, <laughs> like like combat arena fighter that comes with <laughs> the Treasure Trove as well. Showdown. Yeah. Shovel Knight Showdown. So I'm still looking at the digging one too. I forget what it's called. Shovel Knight Dig. Dig. Yeah. yeah. That's on the Switch only, right? Uh, I think it's only. I think it's a Switch exclusive right now. I haven't played it, but I want to. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Happy birthday, Shovel Knight. Yeah, and this concludes the list week in gaming this history. Week in gaming history. We're gaming sorry. history. Woohoo. <laughs> Man, for Shovel Knight, I have all the amiibo, and those are kind of rare. Like <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> let's, uh, Including gold, gold Shovel Knight. Let's custom paint them. Yeah, let's paint them. Yeah. Wash them. You guys should no. put it, give put them a wash. Yeah, they look dirty. Let's yeah. wash them. Yeah. I, I gotta open up the base and wash the <laughs> chips too. <man>. Literally, <laughs> I just see all of my amiibo in the sink. No, they would still work. They wouldn't all fit actually in a sink in one, <laughs> one standard sink base, and they would not all fit. Well, fine. We'll just go to even a deep one. We'll what go to a restaurant like putting like oh yeah, yeah we'll put in like an industrial restaurant sink and wash them all with a sprayer. Mm-hmm. Spray the paint right off. You guys can use my. Uh, that would literally machine. destroy the figures. Actually, a power washer would destroy them. Probably blast them to It'd pieces. Blast them to pieces. <laughs> they 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 do not. It hold would, up. in the very least, strip the paint off. You have. <laughs> oh, they'll break before that even. You have to be very careful with them. All right, moving from back in time to present day, we have. Breaking news. <laughs> anybody any, anybody have breaking news? Breaking news. <laughs> it's been, it's been breaking a, news. Who's got the news? Yeah. It's been breaking a slow news. week in gaming. So. Um, I have a breaking couple news. Things. The PSVR is going to be way too expensive. Yeah. But you say it was 550 bucks? Five, yeah, yeah, more than a right. PS5. That's Good luck getting a hold of it anyway, too. If yeah, you they're going to make five. <laughs> now, they announced how many it was. They... Which is a lot, but I don't. I don't so know. It how sounds it, like a lot, it but it's like probably not. It's probably gonna sell out really fast. It was more than five, but less than six. a billion. Somewhere between six and a billion. <laughs> That's a small window. But man, yeah, five hundred fifty dollars. You got to be really into it, and like the the big I mean, like the the most. Sorry, I'm trying to talk, but. I can't. Um, the yeah. consensus for people who have VR that I know and read online is that it's cool, but it's very much not a uh, a frequent play or a long yeah. play, and mm-hmm. you get very disoriented after a long session when yeah. you take it off. Just not physically viable for us humans. 
No, yeah. It, yeah, they need some something a little further to cut that, I guess. Yeah, it's got to be like uh, in in Black Mirror when you just like uh, I don't know, they put something in their ear or something, zap, and then they zap your zap, mind into it. Yeah, and then they're but yeah, when you put it the headset on for like more than an hour or fuck even more than like thirty minutes, once you take well, I always get a bad headache and so quite dizzy yeah it takes a while to get your footing back in real in in the real world yeah people started saying that they get like experience a bunch of dissociative like feelings like after they've been in vr space for a long time yeah it's like it's kind of like getting off a boat if you have like a long boat ride yeah you know you're just like ah yeah okay like you have to get back to the rhythm of walking on normal land. Like if you're flying in the game for a long time, yeah. you're like, whoa. I mean, like even like the can't, you know, like your your eyes are like viewing and like your head not, I don't know. It's I, like I double, understand what you're trying to describe. It's, it's really weird, yeah. And plus, and it's just like fucking <laughs> super bright screens like directly yeah, on exactly, your eyeballs. Yeah, that's true. So, Maybe that is also of, probably painful for your face. Maybe instead of VR, they should focus on like gaming rooms where holograms are beamed in, and yeah. you have like that would be sick. augmented reality. Augmented is where it's reality at. rooms, as opposed to putting a device on your head and pot and, and you know exposing your head to like just exposing your brain and your eyes to all of that perspective change for hours and hours. Yeah, that that might be a little bit too harsh for us humans. Yeah. The other thing too is that like movement just is you're still using controllers to to move. You're not like using your legs to walk yes. around. So that, for so, for certain like, games, for like a lot of games, you just turn and you like like you stand up and you can actually just turn and move around. But yeah, like Super Hot uses a lot of like standing oh, and okay. moving and stuff. <clears throat> but uh, but most of the time, yeah, you're just using a controller to move forward. Uh, two controllers yeah. on your hands to yeah. move forward and stuff, but that's kind of that, there's no real it. way to make it like unless unless they're doing like a full room like Matt suggested, yeah. like uh, <laughs> because you're doing it in your living room, so there's no other way to actually if and and you had sensors on your feet. You need like it a suit. <laughs> yeah. It would be like the simulator room from uh, Star Trek. That'd be argument like, reality. What Ryan's describing is more like the G Gundam suit. Yeah. You'd have that with the visor on. Yeah. Or even the G Gundam suit itself is more like VR because you're in a giant VR headset, basically. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's better just to move with the controller. It's safer because. Yeah. I've seen a lot of fail videos where people breaking their TVs and shit by like getting scared by something and going too (laughs) far forward and breaking an expensive ass 65 inch. TV. Yep, that's yeah. never fun. <laughs> Especially when you're not using the TV. You're yeah. using your VR headset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. VR and projectors yeah. maybe seem to mix well, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's altered reality, too. AR, which is, uh, which, like, uh, Google had experimented with that with the, the Google glasses. Glass. The Google Glass, where it would, like... If you pressed a button on your glasses, it would like scan stuff, and it would bring up like a mm-hmm. menu that you could just your iris, like your your pupil would like be the clicker, like it'd be your pointer. So you Whoa. just like look at stuff. Yeah, that's. But insane. your real world was still around you. There was just like a screen in like one part of it. 
That's crazy. Kind of like uh, like Ghost in the Shell does and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that's a lot cooler in concept. Well, yeah, and that's that's. Same, and you can turn yeah. that off. Whenever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you're yeah. augmenting reality and oh, stuff. Oh god, ads are always blasting at oh, you. No. Oh no. Yeah, god. and then you're, you're like, look at a bench, what and then nightmare. all of a sudden, like it starts scrolling an ad for something you don't. That'd or any trippy. singles in your area. That'd be oh, really yeah, trippy. Yeah. Say also something yeah. catches your eye, and then instead of clicking on something you want, you like look away. You looking at your can of beer. Look the wrong way. And click on something else because something in real life has caught your eye. And your beer can please you. You were you trying to click on something instead. Yeah, you look at your beer can, it becomes like an animated ad instead. Oh my like, god. Because you know, remember, All like, right, uh, this is creeping me out. I don't want to talk about <laughs> I mean, about the 3DS kind of like did that, like, <laughs> with, with it would all be cards. Like, they had the little cards that you yeah. scanned with your 3DS and it would pop it up and it would become like animated and move exactly. around. Yeah, but uh, except they, the technology, if widely implemented, would be like it's listening to you and then it would just. Display ad for ads for things you've watched and talked about. And oh it, where God. your eyes have moved. You want, yeah. Yeah. That's what, what you want. Oh, it's yeah. based off what you based off of what you. Yeah, if we we notice that you stare at these kind of things for longer. Uh, so, wow, th- he stares at cleavage for a long time. <laughs> it, it would be revealing to everybody else what you why, like. Mike keeps bringing up Swiss cheese. I don't know why. I, I just <laughs> keeps recommending Swiss cheese. I don't even like Swiss cheese. <laughs> I looked the, at it once. The no uh, PSVR 2 has uh, uh, some sort of technology where it can track your eye movements. And yeah. in that uh, Dark Pictures game, there's going to be enemies that like only move or attack or something when you It's going to be characters. Yeah, there's going to be characters Dude. and monsters that like look at you. Oh, it's like the Weeping well, like, Angels only notice when you look at them, though. Like yeah. When you make eye contact with them. Yeah, stuff like that. I, like, that would be cool for Resident Evil uh, Four, like looking at something and then like <laughs> it sees you and you see it and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Cool. That's nuts. Yeah. Uh, any more? Can, any yeah. more news? Yeah, I got a couple things. First of all, The Last of Us TV show has an air date. Oh. It's like January, right? Fifteenth. Oh, very soon. I'm excited. It looks cool. Okay. Um, I so. haven't been bitten by the bug, the Last of Us bug. <laughs> it's a solid Same game. Here. I check it out. I mean, I'm sure get... it's good. I, I, based on what you, get, I trust you guys as, <laughs> you know, I trust that you have t- decent taste in things. And uh, I don't know. It just it, there's nothing about it that particularly appeals to my personal sensibilities. I would say that I thought the same too. Yeah. When I went into it, because Sam wanted to play it, and I just had it because I got it with my PS4. And when I started it, I got hooked really quick. It's just yeah. one of those things. Like it wasn't in my wheelhouse. I didn't really care. It's very cinematic. Uh, the first few levels yeah. I played pulled me right into it, and I didn't think I'd be into it. But just just enough action, just enough suspense. Like it's 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 cool. Solid game. It's very movie like. It's like you're in a movie. It's a good it's couples a, game too. Maybe um, one day. Yeah. Um, then, I have the second one. Yeah, the second one's really oh, cool. Really? What I played too. Well, my my girlfriend has it. I just picked Shout out Lex. She has it. Um, a couple other things. A quick thing. Uh, uh, Ed McMillan, who is uh, the creator of uh, Binding of Isaac, he has a new game coming out soon. It's Mugenics, I think is what it's called. It's a game Ooh. about breeding mutant cats, and it's like a roguelike <laughs> game. But it's like a more like actual rogue, so there's like squares and stuff you move. Uh, look, looks interesting. Um, and it looks like there's a new window release, and it's probably going to be 2024. 
Uh, it's got a whole year of development on it. Yeah, but I, I mean, Binding of Isaacs and its many updates that were mainly free. Were I've heard really that good. game's really good. It's so yeah, good. I've it. wasted I know so the, much time. I know the story of it because I've watched lots of people like dissect the psychology mm -hmm. of this game. Uh, but I've never played it. It's cool. It's a nice uh, twin stick, twin stick, twin uh, stick, <laughs> twin stick, twin stick uh, roguelike. Yeah, I, it, it looks fun. It looks pretty fun. It's a good, yeah, pick up and play. The different weapons are really fun in that. Yeah, the yeah. different shooter weapons. This it. is one of the first modern roguelike games I've I played, like back when I had my Vita. Yeah. Because it was free, like in every system, I got it. Uh, but yeah, check out that game coming up. Hopefully there's more. It looks cool. There's a bunch of cool little mutant cats. <laughs> so you play as. And then, uh, let's see. I have um, one. Oh yeah, go for it. Front Mission, the first one. Front Front Mission first remake's got a, a release date too. Ooh. November 30th. All right. For 30, pretty soon. For 35 bucks, so it's not a full price title. Nice. Oh, yeah. I I enjoyed the Front Mission games, and I the first one I played was the. Uh, Third one, the yeah, that one's that also the getting one that came out in America. I think that, right? that, that on, one's also getting a remake. Is that well. one, was that the PS2 one? Are they gonna third? Is it just called third? No, no. It was, I may I'm thinking of four, which is critically acclaimed is really bad. <laughs> yeah, Front Mission One's really good. I played mm -hmm. it. I've I've played the Super Nintendo one uh, quite a bit. Uh, I've for a long time only in Japanese because we had a Japanese ROM and I didn't. I was too dumb to look for a translation. I just thought, well, this game's never been translated, uh, so I, I, I should give up. I mean, at the time, it probably was true. But there's a very robust translation now. Yeah, so and I've played that quite a bit. and mm -hmm. It's hard, man. Yeah. That game is really hard. Yeah, it gets really hard. For a Super Nintendo game, it's pretty like in-depth. It's, oh, it's a lot like XCOM, where you, like, if, you yes. play, if, you do, if you make the wrong move, you're going to get jumped. Yep. Yeah, they'll take and they can. Yeah, you can aim at all the different parts of the mechs, <laughs> and they can aim. They can just fucking disable you. If yep, it's got very strategic. I love that. And you it's can get like someone very, stranded out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's expensive to repair your, uh, your mechs too. Sick. And it was cool because it had yeah. like a really mature like story for a Super Nintendo game. It was much. It was. It was like touching like Metal Gear Solid type of seriousness. Yes. Yeah, I, the story is really cool from what I've I have kind of previewed. Um, so I, I, once I heard that was announced, I was pretty excited. Yes. But now that I know it's coming out really soon, I, I, I might, I may oh. swoop it up. What consoles? It's coming out on Switch. Switch, Switch okay. exclusive. Switch exclusive. Okay. that makes sense. That makes sense. There's gonna be a premiere of something, of for or like of some kind tomorrow. Well, Ooh. not not when you're listening to this, but <laughs> dude, but it would already happened. You know the surprises. Yeah, yeah, you'll know all about it. The, it looks. Um, oh man, I love you. Love I know like you love each turn base. Yeah, and it, this one's like RPGs. it got all these mechs and stuff. Too. <laughs> the Wanzers, like Command and Conquer ish. I can see looking. you. I can see you liking this a lot. It's grid. It's, it's grid based tactics though. Ooh! Oh my God! You're you're, you're saying all the right words <laughs> right now. And it gives you a boner. It gives Whoa. you a boner. Oh, I don't need that. It's one. boner time. It's boner <laughs> time. <laughs> Oh my god. I've got my a piece catchphrase. Of news. Yeah. So Marvel's Midnight Suns first season pass, uh, the characters they're adding is uh has been revealed. And the more I see about this game, the more I'm interested. Who are they adding? They're adding Deadpool, Storm, Venom, and Morbius. It's Morbin time. It's Morbin Whoa. time. It's Morbin yeah. time. Has anybody seen the movie, the Morbius? I've no. seen it. It's awful. I have not. It's really, really, I've seen really enough. bad. <laughs> 
I've seen enough. Is it really that, that bad? It's like, it's is really, it as bad as people are saying? Yeah, it's as bad as people are saying. It seems and like a time Half waster. of the reason it's bad is, well, for me, I guess, is because Jared Leto is just a tool. He's one of the worst. He's yeah, one of the, he, it's just watching. He's him. an honorary. He's a free addition yeah. to the beef list. Yeah, he's a cult well, we didn't even have to. A bonus, we didn't even have to. Bonus beef. Bonus spend an beef. episode to add him. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's our bonus beef. A cult leader. It's the cult of Jared Leto. Too. He worships himself. <coughs> oh no! His whole thirty seconds to Mars cult thing. Yeah, he's a cult leader. Yeah. So, he has so an island welcome to the beef list. Yeah, I'll put, I'm adding him now. Originally, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he's a, he gets a freebie. He's a free pass on. Yeah, this is the. This but is I think adding Storm, I, I I did. They haven't shown it, but I hope they add <laughs> the late. Vampire Storm with the mohawk. Too late. He's already on the beef list. He was on the beef list in episode uh, twenty. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> double, double double up on him. Yeah, he's got a check mark like when his name. Put is a on check the board, mark next to it. <laughs> got it. But yeah, so. Well, Deadpool, a little overplayed, but still cool. Storm, not played enough. Yeah. So glad they're adding her. Venom and Morbius are going to be added. So Morbius I mean, is which interesting. Is, with the game's darker tone, those characters fit right in. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it looks that game looks pretty cool now. Turn-based. It's It's got a little bit of XCOM and a little bit of Slay the Spire in it. So, give me, give me, give me. <laughs> so... Travis and Andy might disappear for a while. Yeah. And it's Marvel at the end of the month. And it's Marvel thing. So now that gives me Man. that gives everybody else a reason to want to play it too. Vampire Storm actually became her own character. There's actually in the in the Marvel universe uh, the character's name is Bloodstorm and it's Vampire Storm as her own <clears throat> separate character from an alternate universe that came into the 616 universe. So there's Storm and Bloodstorm <laughs> who is a vampire. I did not know that. Hmm. I, I, I'm hoping that's the one they put in. I guess, yeah. like, because that would be that would be the most appropriate one to put in there. Storm's still yeah. badass, though. Regardless, oh, Mo- Mohawk Storm is my favorite. Yeah. Like, that one's awesome. Appearance. Mohawk 80s. Storm and Jerry Curl Superman. Bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my piece of news. Though. I got two pretty quick ones. Um, do you want to hear funny buds or sad buds? Sad buds oh. first. Let's end funny. Okay, so sad buds is we're gonna have a, a sad R.I.P. To um, Reiko Kodama. Yeah, she was. Um, she was she an was art director an art for director. Fantasy Star from and one to four. They they found they data mine they found like a tribute to her on the Sega Genesis Mini Two. Oh, that's cool. And that's Man. how the world found out. And her family was just like, like whenever outlets reached out to her family, they were mm. like, "Yeah, this happened actually months ago, but we didn't say anything ah, because we wanted mm-hmm. to respect her wishes that's, and her family's wishes." That's Why often did they how put it goes. It, on the Sega Genesis Mini it, it was a it was an Easter egg then, so you it, had to go and find it. Yeah, but um, she was an art director for a lot of like early Sega titles. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. The notable that's things sad. were uh, the Fantasy Star games, Enchanted Castle, Alex Kidd, Enchanted Castle, Sonic the Hedgehog two. Um, she was also the development lead of Skies of Arcadia, and she directed Magic Knight Ray Earth in 95. Mm-hmm. And she's Dang. credited for being one of the earliest, like, bigwig female yeah. game uh, art directors and developers. Yeah, lost like, another She's one, one of the big first big female names in gaming. Mm-hmm. So, so, sad. Sad buds. Rest in peace. R.I.P. And then now for funny buds, <laughs> we have uh, so results are out after from 
PlayStation Plus loses two, almost two million subscriptions after the restructure and relaunch. Mm. Yeah, but also I heard they're making almost more. Well, still. Of course they are because they've like, increased making, the price. They're still three making times. record profits even though they lost a two million exactly, subscribers. Exactly because now, it doesn't I was, matter. I was scrolling through the premium lineup and pretty happy with it. Like I don't know, I'm okay yeah, with it. It's them. like the so same. Far. Like, a little bit more. Because I have a lot of games on my backlog on my PSN account, but I was scrolling through all the games that I don't have that PS Plus Premium like offers, and it's like, wow, there's so many I awesome games. I got grandfathered into the games. $60 price for a year, but I, I don't know if I'm going to renew next year. Yeah. I forgot to I forgot to uh, not renew because my, my subscription was up at like mid-October, and I forgot. Oh, I and it that. cost me like $116 with tax like to mm. renew it because I had the Premium Plus or whatever. So I'm like, well, uh, I've got uh, it for another year. They took my money already, so... Mine renews yeah. in late December, so... Gotta untick that auto-renew. <laughs> I forgot to. Unless they're giving you a discount like they did with me on I remember Game just Pass. looking at my I kind of like it being in late what the December, fuck though. happened here? Because then it gives me a whole year of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it always gives you a whole <laughs> year of it, but it feels <laughs> like, like more a complete of a whole year. year. Yeah. Because it yeah. feels like it's a beginning-to-end year. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. Instead of middle-of-the-year to middle-of-the-year. <laughs> I I ha- I have a renew in February and I upgraded to the second tier because it was like three extra bucks or whatever. It was like a you know a discounted rate for right. and it was prorated because it was half a year. So when I wanted to play Yakuza two, so that's why I didn't. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I I'm not even really <laughs> very happy with. I mean I actually never mind. The last couple months have been really good for PlayStation Plus games. Like the free ones have been pretty cool. Yeah, I just this, this month's been really good too. Yeah, I just yeah, haven't played Neo PlayStation. Neo two. Yeah, Neo two. I can't 2. wait. Oh, finally, I, I've got, I can't wait to actually play that again. Yeah, uh, it, yeah we can play with you. Yeah. Oh shit! Right. Yeah, it's multiplayer. Too. Yeah, we should try it's, the multiplayer. It's like Dark Souls with crazy Dynasty Warriors mechanics. Yeah, so let's yeah. roll in Game Buds, Neo Game Buds. Yeah, I, I've heard great things about those. I tried to start the first one. I was like, holy shit, this is hard. I, it's a learning curve for sure. Yeah. Which I love. I love me a Souls like, <laughs> but oh yeah, it was pretty fun. I got. Oh, yeah. I got half. I think I got about halfway through it before I stopped. But I'll start a new one with you guys. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Can you do multiplayer on the first one? I don't know about the first one. I've I, the, the se- I've only played the second one. Okay. Second one, you get to create your own character. In the first one, you play as a, a set character. Ah, okay. But yeah, Ar- I think his name's Arthur. In the second one, you play as a uh, oh yeah <laughs> somebody helping Arthur. Hideyoshi Toyotomi gain power. <laughs> it's a, it's in, set in the same world. It's Koei Tecmo, so of oh, course it's yeah, set in the same world as Samurai Warriors. So, royalty free. I heard the uh, Characters. story is not too uh, important from eh, one to two. Doesn't matter. No, they're sep- they're standalone games yeah, for, okay. from each other apparently. So just like Dark Souls, they're yeah. all standalone stories. You don't yeah. have to play one to enjoy the other. That's how every yeah. game should be. It's the best <laughs> of both worlds. Because you can also play all of them and enjoy it more too. <laughs> I say that, but I fucking love Yakuza, and if you haven't played all of those, or haven't, have, if you jump in at the wrong point in Yakuza, you will be lost. Yeah. Just because there's a lot of continuity. But they're all standalone stories, too. And they also give you, like, all the information from the other games. They they give you, like, from, I think starting with 3, there's, like, a little... A recap. There's, like, a recap. They actually have movies Last that'll just play the game, like, the games before it. And you can just watch the cutscenes and get the gist of the story. 
pretty so nice. So it's nice. That's really convenient if you don't want to play all those games to get to where you're yeah. at. Yeah. Does that do it for news? Uh, I do have a couple of them. All right. Um, one of them is... Say, have you guys heard of Sega's rumored or Sega's official Super Game that they're developing? I've heard them. I've heard that super term, but I know game. nothing super else of game? it. That they're developing a Super Game. Yes, what is a, the world's first. A Super Game. It's coming out in 2026, bringing together oh. multiple franchises from across the it, company. They're they're doing a, their own they're doing Smash, a Smash Brothers. Brothers. Oh, a Sega Smash Bros. Okay. But it's, it's more than just a Smash Bros. It's like a totally... It's something that's never been done before. No genre has ever done. <laughs> it's... Ooh. Yeah. So here, here's some things. A message from Sega CEO... I'm, I'm, I'm quoting an article, but Hiroki Satomi, included in the annual report, states that the title won't focus solely on gamers, but also streamers who stream the game and viewers who watch their videos... And then um, there's been no details shown on the gameplay whatsoever, but it's going to be very community-focused, community-built and focused. It's a metaverse game. And, and my well. interest just oh, went... So it is, it is supposed to be like a genre that's never been done before. It's supposed to be something totally different, but it is a super game involving all of their franchises. It's a social well, media game. I have a hundred percent confidence that Sega will bring us that. I don't, however, have much confidence that it's going to be good. That good. <laughs> so there is a well, super I'm game, excited. and it's. It, they gave it a date of 2026. That's so they so do have a oh, projection wow. for it. 2026? That's so far away. Matt, we'll all oh. almost be 40 when this game comes out. <laughs> but it's not just a game. It's a <laughs> super, it's a super, super, super game. game. We'll be almost 40 when the first super game comes out, guys. On the PS6. Well, well the, now that they've announced it, there's uh, uh, other companies have plenty plenty of time to start their own super game. I hope so. <laughs> super I'm, I'm excited for the world of super it's games. It's the era of super Super game. 2026, the beginning we're, of we're the Super Game Just like era. the Super Nintendo, but every system is doing the Super. So we're going to get Super <laughs> Castlevania again. We're going to get Super <laughs> Uncharted. Super, super, super oh, Sonic. Super Nintendo games. <laughs> we're getting Super Games on so, all oh, man. platforms. Dude, if, if, if Nintendo's next console is called the Super Nintendo Switch, that would, that would be that'd awesome. Super oh. Nintendo Switch. I'm throwing it out there, Nintendo. You can. This is a grand buy, idea. You, you can have that idea. Nintendo, do the Super Nintendo Switch. Make it cartridge-based again. Yeah, and but no, no, give it the fucking gray and purple. And if you do it, we know you'll be, we, we, that you guys are number one Game Buds fans. <laughs> Alright. So Any the other piece of news that I had was uh, financially related. Square Enix is not doing very well. After yeah, they, they sold, sold all their American IPs. They sold their Western market, and they're like, "Wait a minute, having a Japan-only market's not profitable." Oh, and several of their Japanese games were duds recently. Several of their uh, like that th several games that have titles that I don't even remember have come out. Like I think one of them was Babylon's Fall, if I remember oh, right. That's yeah. a huge Godfall. Dud. So it was Godfall. Godfall. So there's. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I maybe I crossed that up, but there's a couple of yeah. other games too that are like big that, that they sank money into big budget games. Mm -hmm. and they there were just, games as a service games that they expected to fucking take off, like the fucking first soldier thing, whatever. So oh, goodbye, had, goodbye. After a string of duds, they're struggling, and then some people are kind of 
theorizing that maybe this is the way that Sony will buy them up, or maybe nah. Sony that's, has, that's a so- stretch. Kind Sony of. actually has shown very little interest in acquiring Square Enix. Square Enix is basically putting themselves in a position where they want they're trying to be acquired like other companies because yeah. they they're not sure they can continue. Now 14. they have coasted off of their FF14 income. Someone buy us. Someone so buy us, please. FF14 is still doing very well. Oh, yeah. and they've they've added more advancements to that like there's there's a whole pet raising sim, there's like a whole animal crossing like feature with decorating your house and stuff. So like there's tons they 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 just they continue to they're adding like whole new concepts to the game as well as the regular game content. Yeah, and that stuff does well. Meanwhile, every other business venture they're in, like NFTs and blockchain oh, technology, that's awful. all the mm-hmm. and all the games as a service stuff, basically stuff to pickpocket their their it's like customer some, base. It's like some dumb douche bro like took over all of their financial decisions. Yeah, and, 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 no, and nobody bought it. Nobody was nope. listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. What could have gone wrong? NFTs crashed hard. It was just another grift, just like Bitcoins. Yeah. Well, Square Enix is talking about using them more and more as their main thing. Yeah, they think the future Still. is crypto, they man. They think the future is blockchain. They're fucking wrong. To the moon. They're absolutely wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, only, yeah, the only people who are benefiting that are... You know, I... I think they'll be Drifters. all right. I think they still six, got their FF14. Final Fantasy 16 also is, a, is coming out next year, and I think that's going to be a big sales boost for them. Yeah, they'll probably have to rely on Final Fantasy seven, again re- to pull them out of the grave. I'm, again. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Final Fantasy. <clears> 16. I'm also interested in uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, which is coming out like um, soon. Like, I, I forget the exact date, but it's it's not that far. I think it's this year, the end of this year. It's coming out. That looks you know, neat. Square, another, and they're very... They always love doing those December releases. That's another uh, Dragon Quest Monsters title, essentially, but it's called Dragon Quest Treasures. Almost a po- It's a Pokemon competitor. Oh, that makes sense. Well, let's move forward. To That's the news. The That's wonderful, the news. juiciest meat of, of all time. What are you on? Will... It's time Whale. for the actual, with the whale, the whayonnaise. The whayonnaise on the juicy meat. <laughs> and you know what? I'll go ahead and start us off with uh, what are you on? Ryan, it, Ryan, what do you want? Thanks for asking, Nick. Uh, I've been playing Last of Us Part 1, the, the PS5 remake. Oh. And it's my first delve into the Last of Us series. And holy shit, I love it. Like, this game is, it is, ah, I don't even know. It's entrancing sometimes. Like, I, I didn't realize, I was pl- I played it for like two hours before Danielle woke up this morning. Then we ate breakfast and let the dogs out and took them on a walk. And then I played it for like three or four more hours. So I'm like seven <laughs> hours in now because I played it for a couple nice. hours last night as well. So I'm like seven or eight hours in. So I'm like... <laughs> Almost halfway through it, I feel like at this point. Naughty Dog is just a, a phenomenal development studio. That, like, and they do such a good work with all what they do. I went into it thinking it was going to be more like jump scares and spooks, like no. Resident Evil, but it's just narrative based. Yeah. But, like me and Andy were talking outside, and we were like, and I, I was the way I described it was, uh, like they always warn you. The 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 characters always warn you when there's people or clickers. Or, or runners or whatever they weren't they were like oh you hear that and so you have time to like prep your next yes. actions and almost every time my first my first 
run through an area goes sour. It like it goes <laughs> it goes bad really fast. Yep, you gotta take it slow, <clears throat> steady. You gotta be real stealthy. And you sometimes. gotta keep. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, I like. It's more like a puzzle type yeah. situation if, to me at least. If I can carry a brick. I'm carrying always a brick. Carry I'm something. always carrying a brick or a bottle. Yes, I would recommend carrying a bottle most Gotta of the time. Got to make that noise. Yep. I I like creating. I like carrying the brick because even if a clicker comes up on you, you can break its face and then it'll stun it, and then you can pull True. your gun out and True. shoot it. True, it's situational, yeah. and some places have a ratio of one or the other more. But man, the fir- that first opening sequence throws you right into the tragic heartbreak of the story. Yeah. I'm starting to think oh, that if yeah. you know Joel, you're going to get fucking killed. <laughs> but, <laughs> jo- and anybody in Joel's life, like they're just tra- it's, they're all tragic characters mm-hmm. and he's just a tragic person and <laughs> it's just, just yeah. surrounded by misery and pain and like but it's so like engrossing. Okay, so you're 7 hours in without revealing too much. I just got oh, yeah. past the school. Okay, so you had just, your first encounter with a real big with the uh, bloater, yeah. That oh, that yeah, took the, me the blo- <laughs> that took me some that took us some time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that was tries. Tough. I got past that one on the first try because I had three Molotovs and I just kept throwing uh, it at him and running around in circles. <laughs> That's and, a good strategy. So me and Sam would switch off. Okay. Every I I forget either every chapter or every half chapter or sometimes if it got too intense I'd just take over and. You know, I was playing on easy mode. I think before we were still doing normal mode when we were here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, it's challenging. Even yeah. on, I've, I've, I, I died haven't so many times. I'm on normal mode and I've died a ton of times. Yeah. But I'm not going to switch it. I refuse to go to easy mode on any game ever. <laughs> uh, I understand. And uh, but man, I just got you know my first nail bomb. I've uh, got my first set of tools so I can actually like upgrade my guns a little more. Okay, so you made it back to what's his face. Yeah. After yeah. getting the engine oh, parts yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, pa- yeah, past Bill. Yeah, Bill, yeah. yeah. past Bill. Like and Bill. You, you passed. I got Bill. past Bill. <laughs> and, uh, I, man. I'm a little. I'm a little further than that. I'm about an hour and a half past that. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So I'm about. I think. I think the I'm either a third, a third of the way, or a little. You're about a third. Clo- a cl- close to half. I say you're about a third. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a third, little past maybe a third. Maybe a fourth. <laughs> Honestly, like the, there's quite a bit of that. It's like a it's a long 15, game. 16, 15, I think 16 it, it took me on... like twenty one hours though, because I died a lot and not else. I've been dying around. a lot too. Yeah, there's a lot of times where like it, it'll give you two paths, and you're like, if you take the longer path, you might find something, but if you take the shorter path, you'll pass up all of these clickers and bad. yeah. The humans, Travis, you were right. The humans are the biggest problem in that yep, game. Yep, they're more unpredictable. The, yeah, because they could they. They, they can hear you and they can see mm-hmm. your flashlight and stuff. The the, the, yeah. the infected can't see your flashlight, so you can leave that on in dark spaces. But if you're in a dark space with exactly. a human and you have your flashlight on, they're like, what is that? Yeah. And then they all point they their suck. guns at you. Which is why I will sneak up on all those fuckers and I will <laughs> snap her. Yeah, yeah, I do stealth kills all the time or make a shiv. Yeah. Shit, just shiv them. Yep, the shivs are very useful. Yeah, I, I just think those are the ones where I go brutal. Like... I take them all out because they are a problem. And the ones with both clickers and the humans, I'm get, get I, all, fight. <laughs> I pick off the humans and I make it so that the clickers win I just, as best I can. I throw I threw a brick next to the humans and then the clickers yep. went off mm-hmm. them for me. That's so, yep. uh, yeah. I love those situations. And then I snuck past them while they were doing it. That's that, fun so. to do, yeah. Yeah. 
There's so much like you have so much freedom in the way you handle a situation mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, I yeah. love it. There's so many different ways you can take every situation. There's been a few times where like I was just outgunned and I just sprinted to the end to the next checkpoint and then like yep. a cinematic <laughs> would load and then it would then the, when the cinematic was done nobody was chasing me. Yeah, <laughs> so. that, that's the best part too. You can you can approach every situation differently with what you have at hand. You're never I never feel like helpless. All yeah. the way, like in, like helpless that you like in a video game sense, yeah. Not in like you know, it like uh, it also game. helps that the, the the game for the PS5 version looks so pretty, like they almost look like like it's way close to the Uncanny Valley, but it's yeah. like it, it's yeah. it's a little bit below it. the uncomfortability from the Uncanny Valley, mm-hmm. but they look like their their facial expressions and stuff. They did, you know how like yeah, in dude. games they're when their lips move, it always looks weird, even yeah. no matter how good the game looks. See the quarry for that. Uh, <laughs> the quarry has some. And their giant teeth. This one that. looks very very good. Like yeah. their mouth movements look very natural, like clo- the cl- as close to natural as you can get at this point. It looks like, and it just the game, the rain effects, the lighting, yeah. it all it's all super realistic. Yeah. Man, the game is so beautiful to play. Like, I highly recommend just playing it. Just like, even if even if it's just for that, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I want to play it on PS5 so bad because the PS4 remake or well, HD or whatever was really really good. Andy, when I'm done with it, can I just loan it to T King? I don't have a PS5. PS5. Oh yeah, that's right. You have an Xbox. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's better than no uh, next gen system. So. Current yeah, gen. It's current gen. Current gen, yeah. next gen. Yeah, <laughs> same thing at this point. PS4 is previous gen yeah i yeah, know it's very old mine's chuggle lugging mine's chuggle lugging it hard when At- you when you choke people out to death <laughs> yeah it, it's like so you hear it you can hear their neck on <laughs> it's yeah. brutal on the ps4 like version i can't your- imagine on the oh, ps5 really? version oh yeah they're like they're like trying to stop you like they do that on the ps4 off, version yeah. too oh, do they? they do okay. like the detention the detail on that Oof. game is not missed on the older versions it's just higher definition or when you get caught okay. by an infected and you just see like them bite yeah. his oh, neck God, and they yeah, yeah they like, rip it you can see the flesh okay the so that's it's, all in it's, there. it's all in there it's just not as high as definition and the, the crazy death scenes in that are like mortal combat yes. <laughs> i'm sure that yeah. the physics are a little different too because they've reworked it was remade from the ground exactly up. so I, oh, man i, I i'm jealous but ps5 we'll see when the ps5 <laughs> 2 slim. comes out better get, the it, PS5 better get a slim. ps5 now while they're still only 500 bucks i mean if oh you can God. get them they're so spotty you still have to put your work in to get a ps5 well, sony's about to do like release like 60 60 million more over the next six months so they're about to get really easy to get cool hmm. and then after that <clears throat> i've been playing something on the complete opposite spectrum of of yeah. uh of gaming, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's much lighthearted, much more lighthearted. I've been playing Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Mm hmm. Cause that's free on PlayStation Now. Ooh, I downloaded that. And, haven't uh, played it yet, though. It's a Warriors game at heart, you know, uh, yeah. but it's pretty cool because you can form a party of four people, freely switch between them, and uh-huh. they all follow you and they all fight their own battles, too. But, like, there are, there are story battles, like Dynasty Warriors battles, where you go through a map and you kill things and meet objectives. But there's also a big, like, there's like four or five so far, big open overworlds that you can go in and run around and do, like, and just fight random battles and meet, like, and and unlock quests and (laughs) save people. Like, it's it's got objectives to meet on these big open worlds, open world maps between each town that you can do. 
uh, with their own set, sets of missions, and every character has a like a certain amount of weapons they can equip. Uh-huh. And you can there's two main characters and you can change their class and their weapons yes. at any time. Okay. So it's and Is it still uh what's his name? Lucian or Lucius or No, but he's a he's a DLC character. Oh, okay. He's the hero of the first one. Yeah, so what I've I only had experience with the first one and I have a feeling we'll talk about that. So I don't want to talk too much about it, but it, that sounds very vastly different from my experience with the first game. It's yeah. similar but different. And Another thing you can do in that, uh, I haven't played the first one actually, so I'll have to hear about that. But yeah. another thing, so each monster, if you, every single monster in the game has a coin they can drop. Yes. And you can either summon them for like one attack, summon them to like summon them uh, just as a monster on your yes. side, or you can become the monster. Oh, oh yeah, that's a that's but, a, it is a similarity that is shared between the two. Okay. So that's one of the core. Okay, that's interesting. That's one of the core things that the series of Dynasty Warriors games shares. The only reason I didn't start it is because I still have to complete uh, One Piece Power Warriors Four, which <laughs> I'm at. I'm in the last, uh, the last chapter. You're in the last stretch. Of, but still, I want to complete a Warriors game before I start another Warriors. Mm-hmm. Game. This one, <laughs> this one, I can tell is going to suck up a lot of my time too, because I've already spent like. Yes, I've already spent like ten hours on it. Oh, I'm, I'm in, like I've been yeah. switching between that and Last of Us because whenever Last of Us gets too dark, and like I just need to take a break from like the tragedy, uh, I'll play that because yeah. it's a lot more lighthearted. The, the Dragon Quest world is great. It's a great palate cleanser whenever yes. you've seen some dark shit. <laughs> yeah, right, it's all happy. Br- all the monsters are like smiling. Yeah, and, like, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the icon whenever I boot up my PlayStation. Like as I as I scroll through, I'm like, yes. Uh, do, in the first one, can you equip uh, spells like four yes. different spells? Okay, you get spells. Yes. Okay, so that that that's also in this. Like it gets like it gives a, a a fun little nuance that other Dynasty Warriors games and stuff don't have. Agreed, and that's where I think a lot of these offshoot games shine is the is there unique they're, differences. They're a little more. They're a lot more focused. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They always choose some different thing, and they don't just go down the path. It's just not like a. It's not the same Dynasty Warriors formula with every game in the series. They try something new, and that's for how generic and one note those games can be. That's one of the best things about that development studio. Did There's you, still a lot of diversity. Did yeah, you exactly. guys play the uh, first Fire Emblem Warriors game? Yeah, that no. game's awesome. You get and to play game, as like three people. You can direct people to go to different areas of the map and then freely switch between. That's them. how. Um, That's Chronicles. Same with Chronicles on and, 3DS. And Age of Calamity. Is oh, okay. Like that you can too. do that also. You can set. You you can set your partner. I think it's just two people that you, can you, no, you, can, that, play you can do that in One Piece Fire Warriors Four, can't you? No, 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 no. You cannot switch between people at at alternate areas time. of the map. I think in Age of Calamity you can have up to four people and you can freely very you can few, send them different spots in the map and freely switch. Very between. few wow, games cool. let you send them off to other areas of the map and then switch between them and then conquer multiple areas of the map at once that way. Yeah, yeah that it makes it a, so much better. Yeah. Because it makes it instead of having to run around the whole map, you can just position people and it, it, yeah. it really streamlines the whole experience. Yeah, there's always that there's always that moment where you have to run all the way to the other side of the map and there's you've cleared everything already and you're and, just running through empty space. Yeah, yeah it's or you the, on your horse, yeah. Those, <laughs> those mission-specific objectives are like fourth weapon objectives. You have to like, yeah, you have time to, time-based objectives. Yep, just yeah. running through. That's nice. That's nice. I like it whenever they consider that stuff. Um, also, uh, there's a there there is co-op in this in Dragon Quest Warriors too. Oh, cool. So oh, if wow. you um after a certain point in the game, you can go to like this online quest counter, 
and you can do co-op or competitive so you can be like like a score based uh score based challenge or just help somebody out or you can go and say help uh help someone with story quest and you can find somebody's private room and like if somebody's on a story quest you can like create a uh, online uh online room for it and then you could have us join your your story and then we'll play as the other three characters in your party hmm. and uh, that's cool. help you out on that. That's pretty sweet. That's but that's what I'm on. Uh, I'll pass the baton to Andy. Whoa. Pass it. You know what? Let's 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 getting crazy yeah, here. Let's well, break uh, formation. It's been a while. I I uh, it's been a while. <laughs> Since I've gone and done away yo now We took a week off So I actually beat Dead Rising It was spooky season So I was wow, playing lots wow. of games I saw you were weeks? playing Dead You were playing the, the uh, original Dead two Rising days. I mean did you just run through and get like Generic ending Oh no I got a I, I did the overtime I got an A Nice. I, got, I, I saved a, to over game, 20 Wow, that game, that game is uh, fuck deals escort missions. Oh my god. The the AI is so shitty. Stupid. It's, they'll stand in. They'll just like get eaten. They'll they get, get caught on stuff They get caught. Lot. Dude, yeah. I was like I had like I had to restart so many times. It was, it was a little frustrating but having played games I don't know. Just I, I was able to go back into it and be like, ah, okay, I can I can figure this out next. Oh, and I also went online and like looked up like <laughs> what was the best. It's been perfected by now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's yeah. been out for so long. You know the best routes, like yeah, speed runners and like yeah. And the best weapons. I would just like go. I the first. <laughs> First thing I did was go and fuck up that fucking clown. Yeah, shit. <laughs> get some long, long-awaited revenge yeah. on him. He actually drops like the best melee weapon, those like mini chainsaws, and then you can use those. They'll keep respawning every time you go back in that area, so you can load up on chainsaws. <laughs> just so, leave, come back, leave, come back, leave, and just load yeah. up on a bunch of them. And what? And now that people have gone online and. There's he he's actually super easy. At the time when I was playing like super fresh, I didn't know that he will constantly be blowing up these balloons and all you gotta do is like shoot wait for him, just like bait him into blowing up a balloon and then shoot the balloon. Ah, uh, does it stun him? Yeah, and it, yeah. Got it. it. Wow. You just like loop that Man, super easy. That just shows that time you played it last, you've gained <laughs> the video game knowledge. Yeah, that cue, that that weakness cue, well, pops up like a big flashing like thing. Now going back to some of those games, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's actually much easier. It's funny how like primitive the AI is in those games. In, yeah, in a lot of those like 360. It, it, At the time, it was it was robust. It was robust. We had never seen anything like it. Yeah, and the controls were a little more. Everything about it was newer, so it, you couldn't see it very well because you <laughs> couldn't. You know, everything was tiny. Yeah, and like, but you know, like, ah, yeah, it's it's crazy going back to those games. That's that's awesome. It's not it's not too hard to well, especially shout out to game FAQs and yes, it, all the locks. Yeah. I just went on there and was able to figure out the the easiest routes and stuff, and then had a good time with it. It's it's pretty fun. Cool. And uh, then, um, picked. I tried to play a little bit of uh, Dead by Daylight, 
Yeah. Which uh, that game. I was you, watching you, videos. You have to have your own squad in that because yeah. people get so mad if you don't know what to do. People are <laughs> really competitive. <laughs> people are very competitive in that game. Like I that bet. is like they have tournaments. Like they oh, have professional really? gaming tournaments with that. It's it's going stronger than ever. Now. I was like, watching. People still, people it's an esport now, basically. That's yeah, crazy. it's there's becoming a bunch. one. It, there's a bunch. Like I was watching a. I, I was watching. This started coming up on my YouTube like recommendations. This one guy playing as the Ghostface Killer, <laughs> he was like a D tier killer. Cause there's so many killers. There's, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's so many characters in it. There's a tier list on yeah. which which uh, which character you should like. Which yeah. ones are which monsters are better than others, and which survivors are better than others. I, I yeah, and they were he was playing against the best one of the best teams from Europe. Did he destroy him? It was like uh, half and half because he was playing different loadouts, and each level was oh, you so know, they, there's different levels. And so stuff. they didn't ex- they didn't know what to expect when. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. So, Change your loadout in, in between each ma- exactly. in between each set. He was like increasing his expertise. So he was playing a weak load and then a, a more powerful than more powerful than the cheapest load, you know. Uh-huh. And trying to see it was the best. It was an interesting video mm. and I never seen it played. And I was trying to figure out the uh, objective since he was the killer and I guess it is to try and down them all at the same time it's try it's try to get like when you down them you can finish them off too okay because he so, wasn't doing that he was just trying to bait everyone on the hooks yeah oh, okay so like they can be saved from the hooks but if they don't get saved in a certain amount of time they die forever yeah okay so, okay so you have you, to put so, them on there and they have to, trying to get, they get, get them hooked out so three t- yeah you have to hook them three times for them to go away forever got it and if they're downed they can just like yeah they'll they can walk or like down, and just crawl, like crawl and prone, away from you. yeah, for a really long time, and then but you get like three, like down, like the downs ha- or not the downs, but you can you can basically stay alive, uh, indefinitely just downed until somebody heals you. So like the way to get them out is to hook them, but. Or put them in some sort of trap. Like it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was very American gladiators to me because yeah. like this guy was like, oh man, they just knocked down two of the pallets, so there's there's like eighteen pallets left in this map. Okay, oh. I'm moving over to this side. If they're all down too, if everybody is downed on the team, then the match is over. Makes sense. Like if they're all crawling, then that's they can't the fastest way for the it, like for the for the uh, killer to yeah. win is to down them all. And then the. The survivors are running around <laughs> trying to restart generators. There's like five generators or and something around the map. That you, you can to... boost the speed by getting certain parts, it like boost the, the 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 repair speed, or if like more than one person works on it at the same time. Yeah. But that also exposes you on the map. Yeah, yeah. So like the killer, what they the killer knows when somebody is working on a generator, so they can find you really fast. So you have to be really strategic about it. Yeah. It's uh, I, I sucked at it, but it seems like it would be fun with with friends. That's exactly how Dragon Ball Z: The Breakers is, except for with a way yeah. worse, way worse camera. Camera is just atrocious. Yeah, when they fix that, that I'll start playing it again. Uh, I but it's so bad. It up. Yeah, I, I want to play some Dead by Daylight because it has so many cool uh, DLC, like original yeah. characters and movie characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's characters. a crazy amount. And they all have, like, unique... I was playing against uh, Freddy Krueger, and he can, like, put you into a nightmare. And so you get, like, attacked with this nightmare thing, and it changes the the world a little bit. Ooh. And then you have to, like, escape from the dream in order to 
go work on the generators again. I only played as a survivor because mm. I didn't want to like. You only play as like the killer like one every like four or five matches. So. Yeah. I well, it says in the um, in the menu, it's like play as survivor or play as you probably killer. Probably try and pick up matches as killer. Yeah. I want to play as Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead's in it. I think you have to pay for Nemesis all Nemesis is in it. Sudoku and... Uh, it's all paid. Samara. DLC. Samara's yeah, in you, it. You say Sudoku. Sale. Sudoku, yeah, Sudoku. sorry. Um, they go on sale for like $2 all the time. Yeah. 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 Demogorgon from Stranger Things is yep. a villain in it. Uh, Albert Wesker, which Wesker's is funny. You just villain. have a dude just running around trying <laughs> to fight you. And then uh, Nemesis, too. Oh, I, I think another one. Yeah, Nemesis. He fucked me up. The Wesker was super Michael fast. Michael Myers. Yeah. Is that all you're on, Andy? Yeah, and then I just I uh, ordered uh, Last of Us Part Two in the in on Ooh. eBay because it was uh, a little bit cheaper. Hopefully, it works. Yeah, it works. I I installed it, but it took a while, so Don't I haven't, worry, I haven't gotten. Go. And then it was Halloween whenever it came in, so uh-huh. I haven't gotten to play it at all. But uh, that's what I will be on. Whenever I finish this and you finish that. Send it my way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. can't wait. Got it on the dips. to play Cruelty Simulator. Apparently, is what oh. people some people have called Cru- it. So. Yeah, that's 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 accurate. Man, it's just a really um, well done story. I thought it's just like the characters and stuff are believable. It's, it's unlike gripping. a lot of yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the games just don't. This one, you know, it's Naughty Dog. They did Uncharted, so it's just like. It's boner time. It's boner time. What yeah, that's boner Joel's time. catchphrase too. It's boner <laughs> time. But he goes, it's boner time. It's boner. It's boner time. Hey Ellie, it's Ellie. boner time. Oh my Ellie. god! Oh, oh no! Dear. Oh no! No! <laughs> this game is awful. <laughs> okay. Well, oh. on that one, <laughs> somebody else, Travo. Oh. All right, I have a few actually. So I'm gonna get right into it. So overall, I'm playing the Outer World still. It's really nice. cool. It's a good game, isn't it? Um, oh. yes. I got the Sam robot, the cleaner yeah, robot. Awesome. Yes, I got him. He was on my team permanently yep. once I got him. Yep. I always have to have the robot for He's sure. The last one you get. I got him already. I got him. I sought out and did all the missions uh, right away for him. The last one I got, I was like, why did I wait on him? Yeah. He's the only one who's like His actually acid like, guns. Yeah, well, they're all optional. You can kill all of them. True. You can tell him just to leave. You can just tell every single follower, I don't want you here anymore, and just tell him to leave. <laughs> but uh, I do him and the uh, overly friendly dude you got at the Groundbreaker. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Because he's like a heavy. So I, ha- I always have like some powerful dudes behind me while I sneak around and do all the stealthy and like sniper stuff in those games. Yeah, once nice. I was able to get rid yeah. of that dickhead priest, I was, that was oh. very happy. He's a dick. I put one of those uh, moon heads on him. Yeah, <laughs> so he just wore that the whole time. He, he just has that on him all the time. He had a cowboy hat the whole time. That's I, funny. Yeah, I put a cowboy hat on him and he wore that the whole so time. So if he, I just see him when I walk around, I just see him with that moon head. I'm like, yes, okay, <laughs> I'm okay, I, I'm happy with this. He's the worst character though. He's a piece of shit. He's he. Yeah, I don't he's like a him. Piece of shit. He's and using it, me for sure, and I don't like it. Have you finished his story? No, I have. I kind of. It kind of redeems his character a little bit, but not enough. I just got to the um, Stellar Bay. Okay, okay. So I just got there. I've been doing a lot uh, of side you are quests. Taking, you are taking your time. You're doing well, side always quests do. stuff. Always do. Always doing these games. I mean, the, you know, the game is actually... The worlds are nice and pretty. They're, yeah, they're, they're short to and sweet, at. too. Yeah, they're really small. I love that. It's, it reminds me of KOTOR a lot. 
like the size and scope of it. Um, I actually finally took the time and re-equipped uh, myself to actually have a made sense uh, build for myself and for my characters so that I wasn't just like a meat bag just being just plowed away. Dude, it, it, at the beginning, it, especially, it's kind of hard. Yes, and I'm playing on hard mode. So once you, but once you oh, get, man. once you finally get good gear, it, oh, yeah. it, it makes it so much I have easier. a machine gun that just mows everyone down. Yeah. Well, it's great. I, I tried to do the thing where I had shotguns, but I figured in that game, fucking assault rifles are the way to go. Yeah, you just want to, yeah. You, you want to just, yeah. Some of those enemies are chunk, scary. You want to do damage as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing that a lot. Um, besides that, I'm inching closer to my alphabet challenge with two more games beaten. Oh yeah, what letters? I, which was inside, which was the game that was made after Limbo. Limbo. Yeah. And it was a really cool game. Um, you're this little boy running through, like, the forest at the beginning, and there's, like, this weird, like, I don't know, like, organization trying to capture you. So you're spending a lot of the first part running away. And you go deeper and deeper into this massive, ginormous, like, mythically, like, I don't know, it's like, uh, it's just like this giant facility. Like, it's ginormous. Like, you're going through tubes and underground and, like, through, like, labs and stuff, like, debilitated labs, like, experiments. And it's a really cool story. I don't want to give it away because I think this one's really, really worth it. Does it play like Limbo? Very much so. Okay. It's very similar, but trial and error, platforming. Yes, but the mechanics are more in depth. There's a uh, there's this mechanic where you uh, can plug into this little head like device that controls these other like bodies around you. They're like zombies, so you use them to like trigger things. Whoa. That sounds really cool. I like those types of games. Yes, like it's... you'll like Little Nightmares a lot then because okay. there's a lot of. Oh, Little Nightmares is like a 3D mm-hmm. limbo. Okay. Like a 3D, op- try it, not though. open world, but like the levels have, you know, up, down, left, and right. Yeah. So just back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I recommend this one. It's like a six-hour game. Really sweet, quick game to beat. Is it on Game Pass? Yes. Okay. That's where I played Woo. it. I would recommend it. It's really cool. And the ending is fun. There's a couple frustrating parts, but they were just challenging enough to not be too challenging. Um. <clears throat> To Tough, be able but to fair. exactly, yeah. and you just keep dying. You to go back to your checkpoint, so it's not like you lose too much progress. You just have to go back. Um, and then um, between that, that's like the game I played last week for the last game buzz we missed. Between there, I've also been playing uh, some games on the Game Pass to try and bolster my numbers. And I played this one game called One Step from Eden. I've seen that, mm, but I yes. haven't played it. Well, my did you, friends, did you? Uh... Did you find Eden? No, I have not beaten it, but that is because this is also a roguelike game. Yeah. It is man. a is a card-based roguelike game, but the map is set up like Mega Man Battle Network. Oh wow. So you got 3 3 by 3 squares on one side and 3 by 3 squares on the other and you pick a character that has different abilities and there's like 12 of them. And they have like a random shoot where you can keep shooting and then each card you draw is a different ability like uh, electrocute three squares in front of you or a shotgun effect which shoots like the first like uh enemy squares in front of your area or uh take over three squares in front of you so once you beat that battle you go you have your like pathways and you can do like a boss battle an event an assist battle uh a rest area just like slay the spire 
Oh shit! Oh, when you keep Jesus like increasing Christ. this card Holy thing, shit. and you can like, yeah, it's really cool. I would recommend it. I haven't played it too much. It's really brutal, um, but I think just like Slay the Spire, once you get into the rhythm and understand the characters, because I think all the cards you unlock are between every character, but each character has a different shoot mechanic and then starting abilities. So, like, they all use the same deck, but different versions of the same deck. Yeah, they have different okay. strengths and weaknesses to this. So, unlike, Got say, it. the Spire, when each character has their own deck, they share the same cards, mm -hmm. generic cards, and then they have their own unique stuff. But the effectiveness and overall, like, yes. use of the card can be different, depending on the character. Yeah. Okay. And instead of that going up, cool. Yeah, and it's really cool. And instead of going up a Spire, you have a choice between three different worlds, kind of like Mega Man. And each world has a different boss. Which is a character you can unlock. Oh, that's super cool. And you can either choose to spare them and have them back you up as a summon later on in different levels. Or you can kill them and get a super a bunch of XP and upgrades. Interesting. Yeah, so it's it's cool. I would recommend this one. Um, from what I've seen, it's like a six-hour beat if you like just play it over and over again. But there's a lot of replayability and, like I said, like 12 characters. That's pretty cool. And they have different sounds, skins and stuff, sounds too. Sounds like another costumes. game that'll be talked about for the next 12 Shit. episodes. Yeah, we'll see. It says it also has, I was just looking at it, it has local co-op and yes. PvP. It does have PvP and co-op. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow, that that's interesting. So you could actually battle each other with your decks. Oh, um, shit. So I'd say check it out. I've only played it a couple times, but I really thought it was cool, and I thought you guys would really like it. Just just for that Mega Man Battle Network like setup. I thought it was very interesting that someone took that Matt, concept. you should definitely play this and Slay the Spire. Yeah, I do. join us, Matt. I have played Slay the Spire. It's pretty good. Oh, you've played Slay the Spire? All right, yes. cool. I've done several Because I'm sure eventually right. there will be an episode based off that. <laughs> yeah, so. that game just clicks, and it's just like so addictive. Oh. Um. <clears throat> and then I moved on and tried a game for my R game, which was Record of Lotus War, Deedlet and Wonder Labyrinth. <laughs> That's the Metroidvania one, right? It is a straight-up Castlevania Symphony of Night clone. Yeah, I've heard it's okay. It's not Metroidvania. It is Vania. Oh, it's what all Vania. But, but it's a very fun game. While it takes a lot of concepts from Symphony of the Night, it's mainly just the combat the weapons and the leveling up you have uh, at all times you can switch between two modes your um it's a fire mode and a water mode or air mode with sliff you can double jump and glide and like float and with uh, the other one salamander you can uh you can have uh, increased attack and fire damage um some enemies are weak against one some are the other and you level up the other by using the other one. And so if you have a higher level... the more you use level, the fire one, the more your air one levels up? Yes. And then you have a cap of three. And when you're at level three, you regenerate health. Oh, so... so you can it, switch between the two. You're encouraged to switch between the two as yes, much as possible. Exactly. And I don't know if you're uh, familiar with Record of Lotus War, but it's like a D&D offshoot story uh, from I've, Japan. I've seen... Like Some of, I've seen the anime. I've yes. seen the first like four or five episodes. So you of the play anime. as the rogue Deedlet. Okay. And you get trapped in this dream world. Yeah, it is, it's it's like Berserk in the way that it's yes. heavily inspired by D and D and yes. Berserk's got metal music thrown yeah. in. Lotus War doesn't, but it has some fucking great music though. This game has a good, not really Berserk bastard. Is what yeah, I was yeah, okay, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, this game has really good music. I'd recommend playing this. Um, the mechanics are really fresh, despite it being like very heavily inspired from Castlevania Symphony of Night. It is very unique in its own way and a good spin that it's definitely worth checking out. And the, it's challenging enough where it's not, you know, too frustrating. Uh, and you can beat it in like seven hours. Not bad. Pretty fresh, pretty fresh beat. Um, and there's some good exploration, but backtracking. It has a lot of the player in mind when it comes to playing this game, too. Um, but, man, this game uh, has a very... Uh, it, it feels like a Super Nintendo game. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but it has very good... Like, the artwork, the sprite work in this is really cool. Because every time you move, there's after images of you. Like, whatever you do. Like uh, Castlevania. Exactly. It, it, it's exactly like, like that. Like with Alucard. It, yeah, it's super cool. But you're like this rogue. And you get, like, a triple jump, too. Where you can, like, fly in the air. And you get spells and stuff as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So check this one out. And this is also under my belt as my R game. Another game beat. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing two uh, P games. So it depends on which one I beat first. But I think the first one I'll talk about is going to be the one that I beat. And that is Professor Layton and the Curious Village for a 3DS. Well, actually for the DS. But I'm playing it on my 3DS on my R4 card. Nice. Yeah. nice. So if you have not, if you're not familiar with Professor Layton, it is a puzzle game. It's like a point and click. They can be some. The first one, at least, is a lot of like mind bender, like just like like uh, lateral thinking. Exactly. Like these three guys hate each other. They live in these houses. Uh, draw a path that they won't run into each other. Okay. And they get to their destination. Or uh, there's a digital clock. Um, how many times will the uh, the same number appear at least three times? And you have to like you know, like little like puzzles and you know. Okay. And you can also That's point cool. and click and Brain find hit coins, riddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so like, like yeah, riddles, word puzzles. Like there's hidden stuff and there's a little story you have to solve as well. Um, I'm about like eight hours into it. So nice. I'm pretty wow. close. I didn't you have to play the that cross, you have to play the Phoenix Wright crossover yeah, game. Yeah, I want to play through all of them. I've, I've oh. always wanted to, and this is like my fifth attempt at trying to beat this game. <laughs> throughout having the R4, I think I played. Is that the first one? Yes, on this is the very first I think one. I may have played that, and then it got pretty hard. It does I get a little up. more difficult. <laughs> um, and but if you just keep tapping the screen, you get a bunch of hint coins. It just you do if oh. you do fail the thing, you get less points in the end. So I like save scum all the time. If I get it wrong, I just try. <laughs> but you know, um, and then uh, finally, <clears throat> another P game I'm trying out is a game I've been seeing on Xbox Game Pass. It's called Paradise Killer, and this game is something else. That's the like mystery game, right? It's like a mystery game, first person exploration mystery yes. game. So it's like Mist, but Phoenix it's got Wright too. Got a very too. weird like style yeah. and like character design and stuff. Well, I, I've been interested <laughs> in it. I was it's interested even to try it out. weirder when I tell you the setup. So you're this, you're this organization that is trying to bring about the old gods by making this island where they trick the civilians into sacrificing themselves to these deities. And every time they've been getting it wrong and releasing these horrors, and they've done it 24 times. And you're this like uh, scientist researcher that was exiled for failing this one time, and you've lived. Three million five hundred and something thousand days exiled, and you come back and have to like f- figure out what happened because all of the leaders of the organization were assassinated on this last attempt, which was supposed to be the setup for the perfect attempt. And it's like this some weird like 
it's super weird. Like the I've heard setup it's is really weird. good though. It's it's interesting. Like the you can jump around in the area and you just like interact and but I've not got the first trial, but you have to like gather clues and then you go into this like investigation like prosecuting area, which is like like Phoenix Wright. So it's like I don't know. That's I haven't cool. played much of this. I only played like maybe like forty minutes. What are you playing that <clears> on? <throat> Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass is awesome. Yeah. Wish I... <clears throat> yeah. So, that's... I don't know. We'll see which one gets first. I may have to put the other on back burn. If I don't complete it, because I'm getting down. I have six games left. I have six games. Six games left to wow. beat for the end of the year. Two I, months. Not bad. It's getting down the wire. I'll see if I can do it. <clears throat> um, But, yeah. I'm, I'm playing some games. Um, So, that's Three what I've been month. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All Nick? right. What do you mean? Uh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I played Dragon Quest Heroes One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I wanted to, because they're different games with different stories and different mechanics. Yeah, that's what so it sounds like. That's what I wanted to start out with, and yes. I didn't. I've only played it for like a little less than an hour, so I'm not mm-hmm. like into the meat of it. But I can tell it's going to be really, really fun. Um, you know, it's, it's scratching at Warrior's itch while also um, indulging me in my. My new obsession, which is Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest, the world has got its hooks in me. I'm, yeah. I'm charmed by yeah. by all the designs and stuff. And because I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven as well. Oh. So and it, wow. once you, I don't know, once you played a, a couple games, it starts to click why people really like Dragon Quest. Yeah. And it's because Dragon Quest loves its fans. Yes, it very you, much. So. It gives you what you want. Um, like the monster design is like the same throughout the whole series. You look at a slime and he's never changed. <laughs> yeah. You look there's at just some more the, more slimes. In yeah, each there's, game. there's, there's like. just more types of slime. But there's also like you know the green dragon looks exactly the same. His design has not changed one bit. How could you and, mess with a perfect Akira Toriyama design <clears throat> like that though? And a lot of that. So like it gives you all that stuff, but also gives you worlds with likable characters and you know it, it, it doesn't like try to reinvent the wheel on anything it just tells a good story and it, it focuses on its characters and it's um it's mechanics are very straightforward and uh, even dragon quest heroes it has a lot of that 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 personality in it yeah dragon um, quest heroes 2 has like music from like in the all the other and games stuff from all yeah. the other games and it's just it's just the orchestrated versions it's not like a dynasty warriors version is it it's just the it's, regular it's, dragon quest music yep. yeah it's pretty is, cool yeah it's really cool which makes is this sense from Lufia? you can't you can't yeah. touch yes. dragon quest you can't really touch it is coming in this pure package Always. Yeah, uh, but Heroes does a good job of translating the mechanics into a, a Warriors game. Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, the way you level up your characters, it's, I mean, super basic. <laughs> the same level up tune the, plays whenever you level up? Yeah, the same, yep. uh, when you when you beat a battle, it still plays that, that little chime. That, it's, got all, it's got those nice sound effects. It's when got you all save that. your game. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. all that stuff, all that, and all that music's exactly the same in Eleven, even. Which that's, is crazy. So that's, that's that's selling me on it because like every time I play it, I get like, I'm like, ooh, this feels <laughs> this feels great. Like it's it's consistency, it gives I, you chills because you're like, oh my gosh, it's a Dragon Quest game. It, it, it's just a different style of Dragon Quest yeah. game, but in the, in its heart, it's still Dragon. It Quest. is. Exactly. It, has, it retains everything that's great about it, but makes it a Warriors game, so it's really good. And uh, 
but I just started that, um, and then I'll, I've been mostly focusing on Dragon Quest XI because I want to. Uh, I, I just want to beat it, and I'm I'm in the final stretch. You know, like it does the whole trope where all the characters get separated, and then you have to reunite them. Of course. Um, like the the villain kind of wins, and then they all get separated. The all is lost. Yeah, moment. the all is lost moment, and then you enter the then you enter the final act, and the game's over. Um, so I'm in the process of reuniting all my characters and playing their little sub stories that that um, play out while the hero's out of commission, uh, and it's it's pretty good. I like it a whole lot. Um, I recommend it if you've got Game Pass. Actually, it's on PlayStation Plus now too. So yes. yeah, I would say all of these Dragon Quest games that we've talked about good this entry? episode are currently. Ele- I think eleven is a good one. Three, five, okay. or eleven are the like because it's like Final Fantasy in that they're all different but, stories. Yeah. They're not related. Well, there but, are so one through three are related, and four through six are. Related. Yeah, they're like sagas, but and then um, the rest are not. But, but I mean. They're not that related. They're still standalone stories with different like heroes and stuff. They're on the Last same world. It's not like that, yeah. Um, <laughs> no. And like or Final Fantasy. One, two, and three all 13, take place two. hundreds of years apart and only reference each other in passing, and have they share like a same villain. Yeah, but they same the same the world and the same history. It's not like Final yeah. Fantasy with different like. But worlds. you don't need to know all of it though. No, you know, like, yeah, I mean, they're, no. they're only connected in that they share the same world and term and all the games share the same terminology and make loose references to all the other games that came before it in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, they talk <clears throat> about the ancient hero Erdwin. Mm-hmm. But he's Erdrick. He looks exactly in in Final in, in Dragon Quest Eleven. They talk about Erdwin, but he looks like Erdrick, and like <laughs> has the same like origin story. He's so pretty much just Erdrick. He's okay. just that world's version of Erdrick. So they they, they they reference each other loosely like that. Um, I think Eleven is more of like a love letter type deal where it, it references most of it, them. Eleven would be, I think, the ideal place for newcomers to start. I like it's got it. all those quali- it's got all those quality of life things from modern games. Or um, you can play it in the eight bit mode. Yeah, two but ways it, to play. I'd recommend nine as well if you if you have a three DS yeah. or a DS and have that copy because that's yeah, the only some of them way are, oh, well. Nine's the only one that's actually locked to a system. Every other game can be played on other systems. But well, nine's ten. Yeah, besides ten, which is locked to Japan. Japan only. Because uh, it's an MMO, right? Yeah, but they made an offline version. There's an offline version, too, and they will still bring it over here. But, yeah, I, oh. a Dragon Quest Eleven. if you're new to the series, start there. I think it's it's a great right. place to start. And then, uh, also, I started Resident Evil 8, because you sent that yeah. to me. I didn't get very far in it, because... Um, that first, first opening off, scene, man. It's hard Ooh. as fuck, because I'm, I'm still it in really? the opening scene. <laughs> like, for me, it's hard, because... I, I, I'm used to, sh- I'm, I'm tough, used to shooty, shooty, bang, bang, like Doom, where shooting things knocks them down, but Resident Evil, you, don't, you can't think like that. Yeah, You can waste all your bullets on one fucking werewolf. Yeah. And uh, it's better to just run. But yeah. also, running is scary because they're smart. They're smarter than I thought. <laughs> the werewolves are. Yeah. They, 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 and they, they can corner you so easily. Yeah. So what happened was, I was in that village, and I got to the part where it's like, it just tells you to run. 
Like, oh, it, yeah. it says click, click L3 to run. And I was like, oh, I better start running. But So I ran, and I forgot to grab the shotgun. And I didn't, like, <laughs> grab anything. I was just running. And uh, I got, like, caught in this little cellar area, which is kind of like a crawl through. And I didn't know where to go So because I saw a wolf standing in front of me. And I was like, oh, God, oh, God. Oh, but then yeah. I turned around, and there was a wolf right behind me. Like, I had no <laughs> idea he was there until I turned Jump around. Scared. And it gave me a good scare. Like I went, I screamed. I literally <laughs> screamed. But yeah, also, there's, there's and, some jumpers in there. And, and then I got lost. Like I was, I was so panicked running around the village. I got lost <laughs> and died a bunch of times. I was like, where the fuck do I go? And yeah. uh, so I, and it's a, <laughs> I did that for like an they, hour. They and then that, got that motion opening, sick. That opening sequence. Because I was sequence. running around so much. I was turning around. Uh, the game made me motion sick. That opening sequence, <laughs> yeah. you have a big area to get lost in. Like. It's huge. That's it's, kind of a, the Resident Evil vibe. It's yeah. like they give you a space and it's confusing. But the by the end of it, you you know that that village like pretty well. Like where everything <laughs> is. Little things hidden around, and it's kind of contained. So I'll eventually go back to it, but I got motion sick, so I'm gonna have to figure out how to not get motion sick while playing that yeah, game. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't get it, sick. It, it was weird. Me and Lex were both getting motion. I sick thought they just it. recently really? added a third person mode. They, they, it's not. Uh, it's not out it's yet. Coming soon. Okay, but well, um, let's wait they, a little long. Yeah, it, it was it's almost here. You can finally see Alex Winters. It's supposed to be soon. The back of his the head. The back of his head. You can see the front of his face with a camera hack. Oh, say, really? say Alex Winter? Or you mean Ethan? Ethan. Alex Winter is the guy who plays Ted. Bill and Ted. Uh, Ethan yeah. Winter. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> He's just running through. <laughs> I'm excited. I, well, I mean, I don't know how that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I want to see what the the DLC is like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. It looks interesting. She's but, got like magic powers. I don't know. So, so that's what I'm on. And uh, yeah. let's pass it over, Matt, Matty, Matt, 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 Matt. Well, I did play Final Fantasy VII Remake and get further in that. So I'm in, yeah. I'm at the end of Chapter 14 now. I beat all the uh, side quests. That's the last side quest heavy. Um, You're chapter. almost at the point of no return. So. Yeah, Good I got there. Leviathan. I've done all of Chadley's requests except for Chadley. Master. Except for <laughs> the uh, Master, all the spell materia. So I still have to do that when I get Bahamut. So I'm up to, before the fight for Bahamut, but that's the last one that I have to do for that. So basically, I'm getting near the home. St- I'm, I'm at the home stretch of the game. You think you beat it before I the end of the year? Yes, certainly will. I wasn't able to get Bahamut in my first <laughs> run. I got Bahamut in the New Game Plus because it was too hard to I heard you got to be pretty much level 50 to beat him yeah. and I'm I'm 30. You have, you have to be Yeah, you have to be max level pretty much and you have to yeah. do things perfectly. I'm 35 <clears> and <throat> most of my materia is maxed except for like revival and a few other really like high, there's like one that's like 7,500. That's gonna take a while, but other than think, that, think I have about... most of them uh, mastered. Oh, you do? Okay. Most of my say... most of my materia is mastered. It's just a couple of outliers that have really high limits that aren't. I re- I remember now the reason I I I was in the like mid to late 30s in levels whenever I beat the game thinking about going all the way to 50 but then i was like dude that 
when when you go into New Game Plus, you get more experience fast. Like you know, you get like whatever. You level up faster. One point, yeah, mm-hmm. and then the AP, oh, also AP. You get more AP, so you're able to like level your shit. Yeah, it may oh. just repeat it whenever faster. you level up the main game, and then you find out it's way easier just to beat it and yeah. go through it again or something. Yeah, it could Hate just that. race through and beat it's it the and worst. level up that way. I'm not yeah. a New Game Plus fan. I lo- I think it's a cool concept, but I don't... I beat I don't, the game and I move on. I, well, be, yeah. I beat the game and well, I don't. I generally yeah. don't do New Game Plus. Final Fantasy VII instance, Remake is an exception. I did do yeah. New Game Plus yeah. on that. But because you can yeah. like jump chapters and stuff. So yeah. like that that is an incentive because you can just jump where you need to play or want to play as opposed yeah. to getting through all the stupid stuff and like having to go through all the boring slow parts if you don't want to. There's actually a bunch more materia and collectibles and stuff in hard mode too, so there's kind of a reason to go through it. Yeah, I already knew in my mind that I was going to play through on hard <laughs> mode and get a platinum trophy on it. I was like, I fucking love this game. I can't wait to play it again. <laughs> so It is like, a fucking I just great game. Beat it like at whatever level I was at and then fully leveled up and got Bahamut for hard mode. Final Fantasy that might remake. be what I end up doing. Final Fantasy Remake episode hard... part two. We're just going to do another episode yeah. about it. Such a... Matt, Matt wasn't here for it. I wasn't there he for that not. one. And he hasn't finished it either, so we can't yeah. even talk about it. He hasn't even it, like, listened to the, the whole thing yet. Man, yeah. we we finished that like, on what, episode five. We talked oh. about like episode four. Well, five. I haven't finished the game. I mean, I haven't listened to the whole podcast. Oh, I thought you yeah. I thought you didn't listen to the whole podcast because you wanted to avoid spoilers. Oh, no. Actually, I did, av- I did skip we through did, that one We part. did say spoiler alert. I skipped through the spoiler alert we part. Did, we That's did good. actually preface it. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes. That you missed, probably. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's one of the episodes I blocked out on the... Uh, oh, I'll, I'll go back as with soon the time as I beat stamps. it. I'll go back and listen to it. The timestamps are the on there. That alert. episode has timestamps, so you yes. can see where it ends and begins. <laughs> that was an important one to timestamp, though. Yeah. Well, it took a while, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've still also been playing fighting games. I actually downloaded Tekken 2 and did several runs in that. Ooh, nice. I, I love arcade runs, I, I unlocked like most of the cast. I still got to unlock Roger and Alex but and Kazuya because I'm still I'm, I'm kind of close to unlocking them. I've got like four more characters left to beat it with, I think. But, yeah, that's nice. a pretty neat game. Uh, um Man, the characters do really high damage in that, so the mat- the matches end really fast in that. If you get hit, you you just get whopped a few times. They do out. like more damage than in the current Tekken because sometimes I feel like the current Tekken matches can last like five seconds. Yeah, it's like one, two, three, four, bam, you're down. Like you're, all your health is down after a count. Like one oh, quick man. combo can do like seventy five percent of your health. Probably closer stuff to a like real that. fight. So they're yeah. they're fast. If you mess up like even once or twice in the AI, well the AI. On, on even normal, I had to turn it down to easy mode because even on normal mode, they block everything, high and low. Any mix-ups that you do, they <laughs> block everything, and then they just hit you with, with like their strong moves. Nothing worse than like fighting somebody who's good at throws, mm-hmm. like they like like somebody fighting somebody like King, and they knock you in the air because King can catch you in the air and throw you again while you're in midair and do extra damage and then he can grab you on the gr- while you're on the ground if he's fast enough so i hate that shit but i well, love doing it well i'll transition because i played i downloaded ultra street fighter 4 and was going to beat the game decided to, or was going to try to beat it with guy on arcade mode and my first opponent was hugo 
and ever and guy did really low damage to him no matter what I did and he would just counter and throw me for massive damage every time I attacked him so it felt like, like impossible to win I'm like fuck <laughs> this <laughs> that's what I do with T-Hawk in that mm-hmm. game throw characters are tough in that so I played Ultra Street Fighter 4 and I'm also playing Street Fighter 5 um, so shout out to uh, my friends Jim and Ron I went to their house and played a bunch of fighting games with them um, and uh Soul Calibur 6 is one that I played a lot of. I even beat the story mode of that recently. Man, I love those guard impact battles where you just trade back and forth, guard impacts. The first like, person to fuck up loses. Yep. <laughs> back and forth, like parries, essentially. So, played the shit out of uh, Soul Calibur 6. Nice. Loving that. Hoping for a 7. Open for yeah. a Soul Calibur 7. Someday. Uh, at this point, I, don't see, I don't think you, you get to hold your breath for a long time, probably, for that one. Tekken 8, Soul Calibur 7. Looking forward to both of them. Virtual Fighter 6. All three of those would Hopefully. be nice. Especially Virtual Fighter 6. One yes. day. <laughs> yeah, I've been I playing Virtual Fighter 5. Main. I got the uh, Tekken uh, crossover pack on sale for 5 bucks instead nice. of 10 you got to get the Yakuza. I do have that. Oh, nice. Got that on sale, too, for 5 bucks. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, their awesome. costumes are awesome. Like, all of those crossover costumes are awesome in Virtual Fighter. The characters really do look like the characters that they're impersonating, especially yeah, with the Tekken pack. All right. Is that all you're on? Yes. Oh Well, I, as I said before we started this episode, I did play Dragon Quest 1. Um, I'm going through a playthrough yeah, with that. Yeah, the first Dragon Quest. I got through the... Uh, yeah, I got through. I got all the way to the uh, Green Dragon, beat it, and uh, saved Princess Gwalyn and took her back to the first <laughs> castle. Ten, I think it's called like Tenebraum or something like that. Tenegrad, something like that. Yeah, you can go there in Dragon Quest Eleven. You can go up to the previous worlds. Wow, there's like Ooh. a little side quest line, and they're all they're all in the uh, classic 16-bit style. Nice. That'll be good. That sounds cool. Yeah, they're just like mini quests. Yeah, this that is you the uh, the, the Switch awesome. release of that. So, which is the as Travis said, is the iOS release, but on Switch. I was interested in trying those. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I smell something though. <laughs> oh man, Ryan! Ryan, you brought beef. Did somebody go to Arby's? Yeah. There's some <laughs> gross beef in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? You know what? I did. I did bring some. I, 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 I did bring a little beef, and that beef is Christmas decorations up on November first. <laughs> Too much work. Yeah, wait, wait a couple weeks. Come on, <laughs> yeah. wait a couple weeks. And it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Give yeah. me a day to take my yeah, Halloween be... stuff down. I love Christmas. It's my up. favorite time of year, but. Give Halloween some time to cool off. Yeah. And Thanksgiving some time to shine. Gotta be post-Thanksgiving. Before you start putting up those fucking Thanksgiving, or those Christmas decorations. Dude, Christmas stuff was in stores like like two weeks ago. Before Halloween, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Halloween was like, Halloween stuff was gone before Halloween was here. Home Depot's got like all the trees out and stuff. So you get, there's like one section of Home Depot that's playing like, we wish you a Merry Christmas. If anyone ever says anything about a roar in Christmas, I want to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Christmas (laughs) is creeping up to almost half a year's length at this point. We we (laughs) planned Jesus' birthday for two months and we only planned Satan's birthday for like half a month. Halloween is Satan's birthday. Yeah, Halloween is Satan's birthday. (laughs) Really? Playing that for half a month. No wonder he's evil. 
<laughs> people don't care about his birthday as much. Yeah. Well, That's fuck true. those people who put their Christmas decorations up too early. <laughs> what about Thanksgiving? It's a great yeah, holiday. We eat food. It, you don't yeah. have to. It's not even. An, it's a non-denominational holiday. It's this is specifically you're just in. It's, just an, imper- country. it's an imperialist holiday, Travis. But you can also yeah. still eat good food on it and just celebrate eating good food. Just eat good food day. Yeah, friendsgiving is friendsgiving over Thanksgiving. You, you get day, you get yeah. you get the day off. You get the also, day off, yeah. and then you get to eat good food. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. Who cares? Like, just don't don't care about <laughs> the stupid stuff that yeah. it's inspired by. Yeah, that, that stuff sucks, yo. That's my juicy beef bringing us to the last segment. Hold on one second. The last segment will be coming up in just a second whenever what we is, get the what, music ready. What is it? Question of the week. Who remembers Ooh. the question of the week from last well, two weeks it was ago. Mine. It I, was, I don't remember because I, I wasn't. He here wasn't there. One, yeah. It. Do we have any 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 <laughs> submissions from Instagram? I don't know. I didn't, uh, you there, know what? There we've was been, a post. We've been horribly inactive. Sure. <laughs> well, <Instagram>. shout <laughs> out to the Instagrams if anybody commented and and the question was, what's the scurdest you've ever been playing a game? Oh, well, oh, mine was mine was actually playing Resident Evil Eight when that werewolf was right behind <laughs> me. But my original answer uh, that I was gonna say before that though was um when I was a little kid, the first game that ever scared me was the original Shadowgate. When you would die, it would oh. play this creepy song and it would show death. It would show the Grim Reaper. It was like this eight bit pixelated Grim Reaper with a with a creepy song. And that scared the fuck out of me as a kid. <laughs> that terrified me as well. I think I think we've already discussed my first fearful game, and it was Wheel uh, Celebrity Je- or Jeopardy. No, it, <laughs> it, it might have. It was Jeopardy, right? You know, it was Wheel of Fortune. I think Wheel of Fortune. It t- how many game show games have scared you? I think <laughs> it was just Wheel of Fortune. I think oh, I, I thought it was Jeopardy. It was one of those two games. Well, either way, it was on the NES, and it scared the fuck out of me. I don't know why. <laughs> but something that was a little more substantial that also fucking scared me was when my uncle were into uh, Resident Evil when it first came out, and he made me play the first part of it. And I got Ooh. to that zombie That's part. That's definitely the scariest part of that game. The first, like... When you three when you, hours of that game are the scariest. When yeah. you first encounter that oh, first yeah. zombie, yep. that's like and around I was that done. corner. I was done. Ah! I was done. No, the cutscene. It was the cutscene. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. That, yeah. that, oh, I, oh, so I always I skipped that. it. Yep. I always skipped it. I was like, no, no, don't. don't scared the fuck out of me. For me, it was always the no music in the first lobby area, but the clock ticking like. Ooh. Yep, it was very suspenseful. Oh, it like yeah. made you think something was gonna happen. Yeah, and then re- shout out to Resident Evil Three for scaring me into thinking, scaring me about nuclear bombs because <laughs> fucking blowing up that city with a fucking nuclear bomb. <laughs> they did the same thing in two as well. They just, it's the same story. Yeah, oh, yeah. different points. Ba- yeah, yeah. They just blow up raccoon. They were like, all right, there's too there's many zombies. Blow it, blow it up. But three is like the like end to end of that yeah. saga because yeah. you live through that end part. Yeah, yeah, it's like different stories told at the same that oh, are happening yeah, at the right, same time. Right. And then shout the out to you time. guys making me relive my first scary experience whenever Chad bought me Resident Evil remake for the GameCube, GameCube and I had to play through that first part again and scare it all over again. <laughs> yeah, the remake is fucking scary. Even scarier. Yeah, it's so, yeah. really oh, good. The remake, yeah, that's Ooh. the my scariest moment. That, that yeah, and Boiler Man from Four, Furnace Man, sorry. Oh. 
that it pops was, out of the fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. That oh, my God. Because it happened so suddenly, yeah. too. You're and like, oh, shit. And the regenerators. <laughs> Lots of Resident Evil scares. Genuinely scary. Yeah. RE2 was, was the one for me. The when just I remember playing it over at uh, my friend Jeffrey's house and at like at night in his mom's basement on N64 and we were just like trying so hard to get past well we eventually got past the liquor in the first hall like <laughs> very first hall but just that part was like m- like a couple sleepovers over at his house of us trying to get past that liquor and then just we eventually got through that and then we, we were just obsessed with that game re2 on n64 and then i got the gamecube version definitely that that uh liquor was the scariest moment of my youth or <laughs> those um those <laughs> those flash games where where you go through the puzzle and oh. then all of a sudden it's the exorcist girl Oh, yeah, those don't count. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> it's like seeing that commercial with That's the car. more of a prank than... It, oh, yeah, that was a, like, it's the, don't fall asleep while driving. Oh, man. Yeah. Or, it's just or like look a, at this picture. <sighs> yeah. yeah, those don't count. Those are pranks. <laughs> yeah. Those aren't games. Those Fuck are pranks. Those. Fuck those. Make you look as... Is it a GIF? Is this a GIF? Is yeah. this a GIF? <laughs> Our dad got us with that. My first exposure to that was my dad was like, look at this. Look, look. Just look. It's so creepy. Just look at it. And we were like, what's going on? It jumped out and it was a hit from yeah, the, the exorcist girl's face yeah. Yeah. yeah and a really loud like ah, screaming yeah yeah it's, and then getting laughed at <laughs> <laughs> by your by somebody who's supposed to take care of you and make you feel safe I trusted you <laughs> our dad was a prankster or is a prankster <laughs> not was is a prankster yeah. was during that time <laughs> more so during that time yeah. yeah Matt what's your scariest uh Poop your pants game scare. <laughs> uh, probably we've said a lot of them. Shadowgate and Resident Evil One. I have similar experiences to both of you in those, especially since I lived with you, Nick. And then mm-hmm. Resident Evil One, of course. Yeah, I mean, I would I would terrifying. reset the game if I died, so yeah. I wouldn't have to see that well, face. That game yeah. was scary all around because it was a point and click game where doing the wrong thing often killed you in the moment, so you had to see the death face. But also. Not doing the right thing in time caused your torches to burn out, and when and that made scary music whenever the torches got low. It was and pitch you, black too, so you could like you had to just guess where you were clicking. Yeah, so ultimately that game was just was just scary all around. So that was probably yeah, those are probably the scariest moments that I've had. You guys kind of covered them. Ryan, what about you? So it's a tie. There's one moment in Resident Evil Five that Andy. Not, not this Andy, but our other friend Andy was with me on. We were playing it, and there's a scene where these these Dobermans, these zombie Dobermans make this gross noise. And at the time, mm-hmm. Matt, Nick, and I, we had a Doberman named Jasmine. She was pretty old, but and so she got to the point where she was going, ah! like she was like she hacking. Ha- she had this deep hack, yeah. And ah! she, yeah. like, we just got past that part, and then she did it again. And me and Andy freaked the fuck out because we heard it in the house rather than in the game. And we're like, holy shit. And we just look over and it's our old sick Doberman. (laughs) And we're like, oh, shit. That's one of them. But the other one is there's actually it comes from I think it's Mass Effect 2 or 3. I can't remember which one it is. But there's a side mission where you fight all the husks. 
like all the all the humans that have like got their like got turned into husks and it's oh, just a bunch yeah. of zombies and like you go in and then you just like hear noises and then behind you and in front of you you've just been swarmed oh, by a ton yeah. of like zombie uh-huh. husks and uh, i played that like in the dark in the middle of the night is when i lived in georgia so i think it was two then uh and uh and just got swarmed by all these husks and i went and i had dreams about it because like i just got overrun by all these yeah i was like holy fuck (laughs) (laughs) so those are my scariest uh moments all right so what's the next question of the week the next question of the week is which video game character would you most like to smoke weed with Oh, cool. That's a good one. All right, well, think about it. And until then, keep playing games, keep smoking weed, and bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fare thee well.